Welcome, everybody, to the N-Word for Nerd podcast. We are here, as always, with the crew. We have a great show for you. And, yes, I do know the episode number today. It is 56, <laughs> right, Jaren? 56? Yes, 56. Okay, always 56. 56. It's 42. 50, yeah. 50, oh, yes, it's 42. Yeah, Jackie Robinson, yeah. yes. But the actual number is 22. <laughs> 22 is the actual number, guys. We did it. That's the end of the show, guys. Thank you for viewing the 22nd episode of it. <laughs> we did it. Yeah, exactly. But okay, comment going down below panel. what episode number you think it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we're getting all these clips. We don't really know what episode it is, Jason. Uh, <laughs> deal with it, guys. All right. As always, we have our our other host here as well. Jaren, what's going on, Jaren? How's it going? Oh, other host. I like it. All right. Hey, I'm doing great, man. I feel like I just got promoted. Other host. <laughs> Affirmative <laughs> action well, at work, everybody. He just got I a promotion. Mean, over the exactly. Other, over, it, it, undeserving it, white guy gets another promotion. Look, even in this economy, in this system of blackness, it is still white privilege. So there we have it. Uh, and then we have the assistant to the host, uh, the Duke of All Nerds. <laughs> Jason. I can't even get assistant host. <laughs> the assistant to the host. Oh, no. I'm the assistant host. No, you're the wow. assistant to the host. <laughs> Put jokes in this, I love it. Jason, what's uh, going on, uh, brother? It's I'm, I'm, I was fine until I learned that I got. <laughs> also, please share with everybody the awesome mug that you're drinking out of because I am envious, mm-hmm. and now we'll search the, My, the market for that. Oh, I, nice. I bought at Dragon Con two weeks ago, three weeks. I don't even know, but it's filled with beer. It's fun. <laughs> it's great. It's awesome. I feel like a Viking. I'm gonna go mm. pillage later. It looks like yeah, it looks like you support the alliance, my dude. It's a phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some alliance. And I'm a horde for life. It's red and black. How would I support the alliance with red and black? Because the phoenix. Because the phoenix. It's <laughs> the phoenix. <laughs> it's more. That's... It's more horde than anything. Oh, they did have a horde one, but I didn't pick. I didn't pick it out. I picked out the phoenix. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> that works well, guys. We're gonna have a great show as always. And before we jump into that, please remember to like, share, subscribe to Head Cannon Circus on everywhere, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Anchor FM, wherever you are, we are probably there too. So just search for Head Cannon Circus and we will come up. And if you can't find us, let us know and then I'll find out why you can't find us. But you probably can't find us because if you're not listening to this show, because you can't find us. But anyway, uh, share it, tell it to a friend and then bring them all in and enjoy the insanity that we bring. All right, if you're so on YouTube, starting. smash that bell. Yes, smash yes, that yes. bell. Smash that. Smash bell. that bell. Smash. Especially, hopefully, it's Kristen. So, yeah. um, <laughs> Ooh, yes, I would love to smash that. Hey, bell. hey everybody, <laughs> caught on, right? Okay, great. So, we're going to start off the day with our top threes, as always. The top three in honor of Cop Shop, which none of us saw. We're still going to do with the theme of what we're going to do tomorrow. <laughs> right, top three siege or raid movies, and I, this is fun because I had to, I had to, I, mean, I had to cheat a little bit because my top three is probably going to be Jason's top three, so I changed my top three to give some diversity. See, Jaren's hired me trying to keep in a diversity mode. See, see, that's why you got to have it in real companies. All right, Jason, your number three for raid or siege movies, dread, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> dread is a badass. I don't. This should be a sequel to this movie because it's so awesome. It's way better than the original Dread, Judge Dread with with uh, Stavessa Stallone. Carl Urban never takes off his helmet. He's just a yes. badass the whole entire time. And it's yes. just awesome. The whole entire fucking movie is just awesome. 
I'm sorry you didn't make any money. I would go see a sequel if they made. Oh yeah, for sure. Maybe, maybe they, we should try not. to crowdfund that. Maybe we start a crowdfund to do drink because Carl Urban would be all about it. He's like, yes, give me another job, please. Right. <laughs> and do a dread where you get him out of a get him out of that siege element where you put him in yeah. like the open world, see a bit more of it would be kind of dope. Mm-hmm. I think you there know, should I be more comic book movies where they're just a slice of life rather than some sort of like massive world ending yeah, like world ending thing like just give me a day in the life of whatever comic book character and that should be fun and that will be fun you know right. you don't have to make it like some big oh this is a whole universe of shit to go on with just give me a nice little like nice little meaty little movie and i'll get that shit <laughs> out. two things with that one it was r-rated so that was great because it was r-rated and fucking hard r-rated so that was even better yeah uh two um Lena Headley's in it, so Lena Headley, yeah, just amazing. It's always great. Add more to her Greek credit. Yeah. <laughs> and She's then the last eight. part about this is that I didn't realize that like Carl Urban was like Julius Caesar in like Xena in Hercules universe, like old show. <laughs> just fun fact that I found out when I was like, oh, I like Dread so much, and I hit his IMDb and was like, he was Julius Caesar, and he played a whole bunch of other roles too. But yes, Carl Urban is a lot of Caesar. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of it is bones. not good. Damn it, Jim, he's bones. <laughs> yeah, hey, look, he he earned his way to the top. All right, Jaren, your number three Raider Siege movie. Uh, John Wick. Um, Ooh. and I think this counts. He he, his body count in this is outlandish, and he is coming for those Russians. <laughs> so, also another another uh, Game of Thrones alumni in that as the is an antagonistic portion. So I think that's pretty funny. Alfie Woodard. Yeah, Alfie. Yeah. Yeah, or Alfie, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> But so, all right, yeah, and um, <laughs> yeah, 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 great movie. I, you know, I didn't even think about John Wick as a siege movie, so now I have to. Uh, that, I mean, it is, he's, he's no, again, it is. I, I agree. I just never, yeah. again, especially the first one, the second and the third one, you maybe, <clears throat> but the first one, especially, is definitely first, like, yeah, well, I guess the third one, there... the third one, they actually have a fight in the hotel. Oh, so, yeah, that should be even bigger city that one, too. Yeah, oh, okay, cool. the first Same one, he's coming, yeah, in that big Russian warehouse, he's like coming for me. Yeah. Um, my number three is 30 Days of Night. Oh, love that movie. Love that, that movie. Um, but great movie is basically for people who don't know because it's a little older. Um, vampire flick where it takes place in uh, Alaska where it is 30 days of nonstop just darkness and vampires come to that town and they try to slaughter that town. Fun it's as hell up. movie. <laughs> yeah. Right? Some of the most high functioning vampires out there. That's smart. Yeah, <laughs> they they so, they uh, they knew their plan. They implemented a very good plan so that these people couldn't call for help, and they went in there and they fucked them up. <laughs> yeah. Although they should have let some of them call for help because that would just brought more food. <laughs> well, that yeah, unless that, that unless that help comes to the army. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 but it's yeah. gonna be like the third help that's gonna be the army. The first is gonna be like the local PD and the sheriffs. Then maybe you know the national guard. Then you're gonna see the army. They're going to get like, to eat oh, a shit. lot. <laughs> We're so, done now, guys. Stop sending us food. We're good. <laughs> so in, in bad head canning, can, head canon as thoughts in my mind is like Josh Hartnett's character in that movie, I feel like is an ancestor of Josh Hartnett in Penny Dreadful. So yeah. that's just me. Oh, it makes me enjoy Penny Dreadful even more. They'd be like, oh, maybe they, they rely on I a mean, lot of descendants. <laughs> he probably would have survived if he were a werewolf. I would take a werewolf over a vampire any day. I would take being a werewolf over a vampire any day. 
I think that's cool. Yes, here's the reason why. I can go enjoy fucking beaches, okay? <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. I had other foods. Yeah, if I had a choice between vampirism and being a lichen, I definitely would be a lichen, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I'm probably yeah. going vampire. I, the breaking of the bones part for me, I'm out. <laughs> Every time you I know what you also you have to do, and you know, for all the people who would think this is great, that's fine for you. But as a vampire, as a heterosexual vampire, you're gonna have to suck a lot of dudes' necks. <laughs> I just only, I, I mean, you can be totally yeah. selective vampire, I only get broad. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna stop to death, you can be hungry, you're like, mm, that dude over there looking real good. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but like as a werewolf, I I do like I, like there has to be the element of control, right? Like yeah, I like, yeah. If I but even as a, were, as a werewolf, if I want to satiate my 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 need, I can just go get a steak <laughs> at a nice yeah. steakhouse with a but nice. But even wine, if you were cursed very, to be a werewolf, you only have to deal with that like once a month. You're like, right. okay, that's fine. <laughs> and women do that all the time, so it's yeah, yeah. I get it. It's you know. It's possible. It's doable. Also, I, I think also depends what power sets we're giving both things because we know they've all been manipulated yeah. over time. All right, right. Jason, your number two uh, Siege or uh, Raid movie. Number two Siege Raid movie is Raid 1. <laughs> That's number two. Interesting. Just, Dude, just and, oh my God. Like Some of the best <laughs> choreography in, in fight scenes. I mean, not even some of the best. The best. Yes, choreography and fight scenes of all time. Like, yeah, Dobbers. <laughs> like, there's nothing more you can say about it. If you like like hardcore like kung fu action movies, you will love the raid. It's just hands down, like it's up there. It's top tier shit. Clearly not the best because you put it at two. <laughs> yeah, but raid one is two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, I can't speak more glowingly about the raid. I mean it. I don't even want to talk about it as much. I just feel like people just go see it. Go if see you it. Just watch go see action fits, just go see it. Do we know if where you're a lady who likes rom coms? Right go see it because it's not a rom com oh, at all. It's just probably not streaming bad. anyway. You probably have to buy it. I mean, it, it's rotated through Netflix on occasion. I've seen. In fact, I've yeah, seen it's it been on Netflix, Netflix sometimes, but it's not yeah. there now. Yeah. Right. All right, Jerry, <laughs> your number two raid or what? siege movie. My number two is is Jason's number one. It is Dread. Uh, we've already talked about it, but yeah, phenomenally acted. Uh, great situation. Uh, they put the new person in there for the every man's view. So you get to see kind of like he doesn't have to do any exposition. He can just be the character off the rip. And then you get the explanation through her in a very organic way. So, yeah, I dug it. I liked it. Fun new drugs. Also yeah. really cool were the dark judges. Those guys are fucking oh, badass too. Yeah, oh man, yeah. that's a good, yeah, yeah. such a good twist. And that you know, not being a fan of Judge Dredd, the comic books, you know, the year, you know, the 2000 AD. I've never read any of them, so mm. I didn't know dark judges were a thing. But once you think about it, you're like, of course. I mean, cops yeah. now are fucking corrupt. Like you would have mm -hmm. fucking, <laughs> you know, guys yeah, like I'll yeah. just do whatever for you guys, and we're badasses too. Awesome. Yeah. I, I can't say enough about that. Fucking yeah. Yeah, I mean, Dredd is another one. I think. You guys list again. People haven't seen it. Go see it. That's that's the best recommendation we can give you. Is like, <laughs> yeah, just please just it. go see it and tell us what you think of it. Um, my number two is going to be uh, Assault on Precinct Thirteen, the original. I think it's just something creepy about people that you do not know going to breaking and breaking and trying to destroy everything to get whatever they want because that's one of the best parts I think of the original versus the the newer modern one is that. It's no rhyme or reason. I think even Jason, you made a comment one point in time, like 
the best sometimes villains are the ones that don't you don't know what they're like their backstory or why they're doing what they're yeah. doing or it's just they're just doing this shit because maybe they're just bad fucking people like yeah. and uh, subtle piecing 13 I, I feel like lives in that moment of just being like hey what if some just random militia or something decided to like take over and do some shit because they could what would you do? And so, so I don't, uh, you would probably uh, die. That's what you would do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Die. Absolutely. But yes. first, you would shit yourself, and then you would die. <laughs> yes. If you manage not brown, to brown pants after you died, you would also probably shit yourself. It's, yeah. 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 Before. So, so, Either way, so there's where, gonna be you dying and shit involved. <laughs> yeah. If you walk into any building, please wear brown pants. Then, uh, but shout out to John Carpenter, um, legend. Also, I love the fact that he usually does all the soundtracks and all his movies too with his band. Mm. So that's always dope too. So. Uh, but yeah, Salt on Precinct 13, the original. Don't get me wrong, you can see the, the newer one, and the newer one's really good. damn good too. Yeah, mm. still really damn good. So, but I think I like the OG more than the new one. All right, uh, Jason, your number one. So, my number two was raid one. My number yes. one is raid two because <laughs> <laughs> it's raid one, except to the next fucking level, man. It's just, oh it's, it's oh, insane. It's, Insane. I can't even. It's it's insanity, fucking put to celluloid. It is so awesome. It takes all the great stuff about Raid One, all the great choreography, all the great fight scenes, and you know, uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, takes you to Flavor Town, pops it up okay. a notch. What, what, it, Dials it up to eleven. <laughs> Dial it up to eleven. Any other <laughs> cliched saying, it does it like it adds another level to it. And it's oh my god, it is so fucking good. If you see both of them, see both of them back to back, get yourself Ooh. a beer and some popcorn and watch them both. They're phenomenal fucking action movies, you know. And I don't even like, you know, movies with, you know, non white people in it or Asian people. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> no, but still, great fucking movies. They're awesome. They're both very awesome. But Raid 2 is just a cut above Raid 1 mm. by, by tears. They're like, let's just do it better. And they did. I will probably the rare situation where a sequel outdoes the original, huh? Okay. Yeah, I will go on a limb. Except in Ghostbusters too. Yeah, yeah. I will go on a limb, but I'm not even gonna say it's a limb. I'm just gonna go there and just say it, and I will declare it. Raid Two is probably the best action fighting movie of all time. I don't feel like I'm going to get anything ever that is going to match the intensity, the choreography, and just all the the structure of how they set up all these fights. Ever again, unless they make a raid three and they figure out how to take it even further, it it, I, it doesn't. And so, for people who are unfamiliar with the series too, I'm uh, something that they're probably more familiar with is probably more familiar with John Wick. It outdoes John Wick, but the point I want to point to is I think it's part three, where John Wick is fighting in that glass room, yeah. and he's fighting those two yes. guys at the same time. Dude. Those guys those are from the raid. Yeah. <laughs> so if you enjoyed that scene and how dope that was, where like they were kind of giving John respect. And John would get up and be like, okay, like okay. that kind of that back and forth they were doing, those guys are from the raid. So it's a whole bunch of movies. The whole movies are pretty much those kind of fights. But instead of having Keanu there, who don't get me wrong, Keanu's probably the best American martial arts action star we have that still does it now. They actually have other guys that are action for Kung Fu martial artists first and then action star second that they're going up against. So if anybody wants an example of why we are hyping up these raid movies, Watch if you like John Wick three and like that scene, it's it's a movie. Awesome. Two movies, yeah. It's about, <laughs> yeah, it's about six, seven more fights. And just the way two alone yeah. that's better than that. So, um, 
but go ahead, Jaron. You're you're number one. That is a Jason. You said that, what did you say? You said you were declaring that. That's a declaration. Oh, Jason I would, right I, would the I would second that motion. Uh, we'll take it to the nerd council, and they shall uh, ratify it. But <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm, I'm. I admitted this to Jason the other day, and. Uh, uh, my number one is Raid 1. Let's just get that right out there. Uh, I absolutely loved it. It's been a while, so I've seen it, but I, I remember being wowed by it, and I saw it multiple times. I just haven't seen it in a while. Um, I have not seen Raid 2, therefore I cannot give it the number one. he's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like probably most of our amazing audience, I sh I need to also do my homework and go check out that sequel. So, uh, but in the meantime, Raid One is taking my number one, my goat. Just like I put for car chases on cinema, I still put Ronan as number one. So, okay, yeah. Um, for like one day when, when you when you decide to go see it, Jaron, we're uh -huh. just going to give you a whole segment for you to decide if what we declare. It's the right declaration. See if we update the declaration. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> agree. Another stamp hits the screen. Approved. It's <laughs> fresh certified. We'll do it inward certified, which will come off very, very weird if people don't know the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jaren's like, I can say the inward now. This is great. No, 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 no. Token certification achieved. Oh man. Um, my okay. number one. Is I think we've briefly dabbled on this on the show, but my number one is Attack the Block. Oh my, my god, one, why did that Raid and Siege movie? Oh, that man. fucking movie is so freaking awesome to me. Just and I remember love. seeing it in the theater, and it's everybody know like it's a young John Bodega in there, but I remember seeing it in the theater, not knowing what to expect. And I remember being like, This is fucking insane. Like it, <laughs> it's just a fun, fun, fun movie. And besides just being fun, I mean, it's not overly incredibly scary. It does have some tense moments, but it's just a fun, dope movie that, like, if you and a bunch of your friends were to come together and make a movie in this ilk, a lot of the stuff you will come up with would be in this movie. So, I mean, you get a freaking samurai sword being used at one point. Yes, a samurai sword. It gets alien. Not, not only, yeah, yeah, not only Morpheus, <laughs> but <laughs> so. <laughs> Yes, that is um, my number one. As I said, I had to shake mine up because I figured all of our lists would be similar. So I started picking some ones I really enjoyed that. Now, granted, I'll admit, I will the Raid, the Raid 1, the Raid 2, and Dread watch all three of my movies. But we're giving you guys a little bit of diversity here. So <laughs> respect it. Yeah. <laughs> diversity of thought is always good. Diversity is great. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put the start. Oh, man. Absolutely. All right, guys, let's jump into another segment of Nerd News. News! There we News. go, waiting on it. You know, so everybody grows up in life. Mm. What we didn't know is that Steve Burns also grows up, or grew up. And I know you guys are looking at me like, who the fuck is Steve Burns? Who the fuck is Steve That's Burns? That's the dude. There you go, there you go. The dude <laughs> from Blue's Clues. The oh, shit. Blue's Clues. Uh. Grew up and he left the show at one point because he was supposed to be going off to college and he took his, his younger brother to take over for the show Joe. for him. Yes. yes the drugs, right? Yeah. <laughs> so now that it's the 25th anniversary, Steve came back to like basically say, all you guys now that are adults and went to college and have careers and lives and probably kids, I haven't forgot about you. 
we are still, you know, I'm still involved and having a good time. Just no longer just searching for clues. It's a good, you can go check it out on this Twitter. I'm not going to promote yeah. this stuff. But yes, uh, I just thought it was an interesting topic for news because I figured none of us has probably ever really, really watched Blue's Clues. But I could be wrong. Uh, Jaren is already shaking his head. No, but Jason, were you a Blue's Clues guy? All right, so Blue's Clues came out when we were in high school, right? Yes, so we were we were adults, but when I saw Steve's message, I teared up a little bit, man. I was yeah. like, yo, man, you never forgot him. I never forgot about you either, Steve. Man, I didn't believe none of them rumors. <laughs> <laughs> I straight forgot about him day one. Dude. I was like, who? <laughs> I mean, like, I, I was aware of, of Blue's Clues because I worked at a toy store, so like. You know, I've I've seen a couple episodes just here and there because I'm a fucking weirdo. But like, yeah, I I that's like the kind of the message we kind of needed right now. And I was like, it hit me right here, man. I was I was here for it. I was like, thank you, Steve, man. That was that was nice. I, I hope you're doing well too. You're treating like Steve like he's a real one. You're like, man, you're a real real one, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> hold, hold it down for us. Uh. I guess Jaren, you feel no no love for Steve at all. No, I, I mean, I, there, there's definitely no hate, like, uh, did, but there's no love because I didn't really experience him at all. I Blues Clues was yeah, I would, it, I'd be a really weird dude if I was you know watching Blues Clues when it came out because I'm a little older than you guys too. So on top of that, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was I was I was a uh, you know my first job when I Blues Clues came out I was 34 years old. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Maybe one of my kids watch. I don't fucking know. I was too busy Actually, making money and paying rent. I got, got a little. I leaned really hard to Blue's Clues, but I, I failed my inspector's test because I couldn't find the clues. It didn't do shit for me. But uh, yeah, he definitely. Okay. You remember how when we were younger we used to um, run around and hang out with Blue and find no, clues and talk to Mr. Salt, freak out about the mail and do also, all the fun Steve stuff. And then one day I was like, "Oh hey, guess what? Big news! I'm leaving." Uh, this is my brother Joe. He's your new best friend. And then I all got right, on the audio, and we didn't <laughs> see each other for like a really long time. Can we just talk about that? You got you got to mute that. I don't know if we'll get takedown for that. <laughs> We're doing a show. Like, don't talk about real shit on the show. <laughs> they say we don't we don't put news on the segments. Yeah, the news is yeah. never on the segments that we do on I mean, YouTube. It, like, but we, we get a copy. But we can see what he's saying because it's written on the bottom. We just don't need the music and the voice. <laughs> this it's is for the I don't people. Think he this has is for the audio. The people who are listening, Jared. Jesus Christ, man! You just ruined. All right, let's go to the next set of news. Jesus Christ! Can't have nothing around here. That's why we can't have nice things. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm just trying to keep us off the air. I make him a co-host, and this is how he treats me. (laughs) All the power went to my head immediately. (laughs) Cut this exit. (laughs) (laughs) Just for that, I'm not going to play the Picard clip either. So the real ones never leave us. They just retire and move and go to wine vineyards. Picard season two trailer just dropped, and season three has already been greenlit before season two's already dropped. Fuck yeah. As you guys being Trekkies, I know you guys are effing excited. Jason, how do you feel about Picard and everything going on? So Picard season one was kind of wonky. You know, let's get it get out that way. But I'm I'm going I'm going to watch this show. Like, like I'm all like when I think about the future. And I think about where humanity is going. I think about not just Star Trek, but Star Trek The Next Generation. I would go and 
and serve under Captain Picard. I don't even believe in the military. (laughs) I would go and join up the Starfleet just so I could serve under fucking Captain Picard. So I'm going to be here for season two, which will have Whoopi Goldberg in it, and season three, which will have Jordy LaForge in it as well. So yes, I'm all for it. I love this shit. I love fucking Sir Patrick Stewart. He's my he's my hero. Yes, this is great. I didn't know I didn't know what was going to be in it, but that made a up my yeah. level on it. Jerry, in I, fact, I even... <laughs> went yeah, on to uh, the View to promote Picard season one to personally ask her to be in season, season two. two. Yeah, well, that's dope. That's very cool. Jaren, I mean, we shouldn't even give you a turn because I feel like you're going to ruin this too, but it's Trex. I know you can't. Go ahead. How do you feel about Picard season two and three already being greenlit? I mean, they clearly, they had a green light season three because uh, they're worried he's not going to live through uh, another down season. He's very old. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised Uh, he got through this first season. (laughs) uh, He was looking feeble at the end of this. It was bad. Um, No, but uh, I'm, I mean, I'm there for it. Uh, I really... I'm excited for, um, I mean, Q obviously coming back. That's going to be great. Uh, the fact that the board queen is still fucking shit up, uh, you know, that's going to be fun. Uh, it's weird that it takes place. Like, it looks like a chunk of it's going to take place in like our time due Present to some, sort of, yeah, time displacement. Timey whiny shit. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like they're going to, I hope that they don't just lean heavily on the fun aspects that we got from like star trek 4 which again were fun but i hope they don't try to pat out a whole season by going we're just going to cash into that one like style of humor where they don't get it <laughs> they talk uh, to the computer this, what is this twitter thing everybody keeps talking about <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they're all looking around at everybody's smartphones going why are their smartphones smaller than our pads from next generation but just as powerful <laughs> but twice as powerful <laughs> yeah <laughs> What what the fuck happened? Uh, but yeah, no, um, yeah, next gen has a, a warm place in my heart, so I'm excited. It'd be good to see Lavar come back too, because I mean, last we saw him, he was captaining captaining a big ass like Federation vessel and uh, hunting down uh, wayward Janeway when she was trying to get all timey wimey as well and violate that temporal crown directive. So uh, they could bring back a lot of people. It'd be fun. They they left a lot of our favorite characters in good places. So. Except for data. Look, um, like at this point in our lives, this, this segment of the show is becoming a running gra- gag. Because you jokers don't know how to just do one fucking sentence and just get on to the next topic. You shouldn't give a shit. We're we'll bring Star Trek into this. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy. Just say, hey, I think it's going to be great. I love Picard. Thank you. Or whatever. Like, uh, anyway, next going on. Um, we just can't leave 80s subpar shit alone because now they're going to do a live action She-Ra on Amazon. But evidently, her backstory is not going to be tied to a He-Man. So just put that out there. Let's go on to the next one. What does Tracy Morgan <laughs> and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito all have in common? They're Jaren? fat and ugly. Male. <laughs> there you go. Yes, they're male. And you know what they also are? Brothers in the sequel to Twins called Triplets. Yes, originally they wanted Eddie Murphy to do it, but his schedule was so busy he couldn't. So I guess they thought that Tracy Morgan would be the nice villain for that. So, wow. yes, they are going to do this. It's going to be written by uh, Ivan Rettman. I think the same joke was Ivan doing Raymond. Ghostbusters. Yeah. He's going to do this, and he decided that instead of doing this movie and trying to get a big studio to do it, he's going to try to do sizzle reels of the concept and go through the indies and see if he can get it covered 
or done by indie producers so they can really do what they want to do. Yeah, uh, so the big studio said no. Yeah, some people are rumoring that he wants to do a more of a harder comedy for that reason. Um, Jason, your thoughts on that? On triplets? How is Eddie Murphy busy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You get the concept. Jerry, yeah, we're, we're, your thoughts on triplets? <laughs> uh, I am not a fan of Tracy Morgan. Anybody else? There you go. Oh, we got it. Yes, guys, we did it. We got one citizen for these segments. All right, the last segment of the day. Uh, Black Captain America is added again because Anthony Mikey seems to want to take every role now. And he is signed on to be John Doe for the new Twisted Metal series. Oh, yeah. Sharon, your thoughts on Anthony Mackey uh, in the Twisted Metal series? I like Anthony Mackey, and I had a PlayStation 1, so I definitely played Twisted Metal. Uh, Jason, thoughts? I had a place to one, so I definitely played Twisted Metal, and I like Anthony Mackie. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I, I, a tear's coming to my eyes because we finally got it. By God, I oh. think we got it. I think this All section right, has a lot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's the ending for Nerd News. Thank you all for listening. Hopefully you all enjoy the one-sentence endings. All right, next we're going to talk about What If. What If came with another banger again, Marvel's What If. What if oh, you ruined it. Marvel. You said a oh. banger. Oh, okay. Was I supposed to? Okay. Oh, sorry. Well, uh, <laughs> what if Killmonger saved Tony Starks? I'll go on and throw it to you, Jaren, uh, because I think this is a I'm just... black episode and let you go run with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I love I love Killmonger being bad. Um, I will say it, it, I'm just going to I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Um, because I know you guys probably have a lot more interesting things to talk about with regard to this episode than, than what I'm going to add to it. But <laughs> as, as an Iron Man fan, what if fucking just slapped me in the face with their dick every single time Iron Man was on screen? He was either a zombie, he got killed immediately, or, I mean, this is bullshit. Like, like showed up like, oh man, we get to see Iron Man kind of do his thing again. Nah, nah, nah. So, and this just kind of kept in the vein. But I'm just gonna leave it there and let you guys talk about the actual <laughs> real repercussions and, and and ideas behind this. I did like that Killmonger did get to be a bad guy. So, uh, Jason, go ahead, dude. Killmonger played Iron Man like a fucking fiddle, man. It was great. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> like best villain ever. I swear to God, like this, the way he did this was probably a thousand times better than what he did in the movie. <laughs> Uh -oh. This is a much more complex, much more long game plan that he had where he ingratiates himself to not only Tony Stark, but also to T'Challa or T'Chaka, you know, T'Chaka. And basically, like, does everything that he set out to do <laughs> and becomes like the heir apparent to Wakanda. And it's awesome. And, and then like, fucks it up. <laughs> he doesn't fuck it up. He doesn't fuck it. And we get to see him, you know. We, you know, we get to see uh, Angela Bass's character. I can't remember her name of her character. You get her, see her crying for 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 T'Challa. You know, screaming for T'Challa, and, and everybody's screaming for you know, you know, for Wakanda forever. And it's just like ah, uh, like this should probably have been the first episode because it would have been more uh, poignant to Chadwick Boseman passing. Even though, like in this one, he's killed. Is <laughs> Black Panther spoiler? Black Panther is killed in this one. <laughs> <laughs> but Jason already spoiled it by saying it was a life banger, so spoiler. 
that's okay. In this, in this, what if not only is T'Challa killed, but also Tony Stark, Rhodey, fucking, uh, he kills um, Ulysses Claw again, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and plays the American government like a fucking fools, <laughs> and it's just all, it's all just great, and 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 it just definitely shows to you like. You know, given the the uh, given room to breathe, how dangerous Killmonger truly could be. Like, if he wasn't just like, and if he had the time to set up his plan, like, oh my god, he would be unstoppable. I mean, and there's a reason why in the comic books, you know, Black Panther never really beats Killmonger. He usually has some right. sort of day sex to, that to helps him out. He never actually beats Killmonger. So right. yeah, and this show and this episode showed you why like Killmonger is probably the best Marvel villain of all. Wow. Okay. I mean, yes, MCU. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> we make some MCU. Thanos. Yeah, yeah. We make it some Thanos talks in the MCU. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I can say we make it some talks, especially the second one. And and again, my, my my pick, the Purple Man guy from Jesse yeah. Jones. Purple Fucking... Fame. Oh yeah, Purple Man is pretty good. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so I think you guys have pretty much hit everything I was going to really talk about. The The biggest thing, just jumping off what Jaren said, is that the biggest thing I liked about this is that Killmonger is a bad guy. And when I say this, I, I need people to understand when I'm like, a bad guy. I'm not saying, oh, yeah, he's the villain. No, no, no. He's a bad he's a person. bad guy, because <laughs> the thing that happened with Black Panther that they did not convey very well is that Killmonger was on some Black nationalist stuff. Black nationalism is just as sometimes destructive as white nationalism. Again, I'm saying sometimes because black nationalism doesn't do anyway. That's another debate. But let's say <laughs> the ideology the shit that white nationalists yeah. do. Right, yeah. right, right. When, when, when you add, yeah. when you add extremists to either side is, of the equation, yeah, is is very problematic. And I get, I hated the whole "Well, Killmonger was right" attitude. Mm. Killmonger's plan was to wipe out white people. What are we talking about? He was right, like. That was his plan was to get black people arms and weapons to wipe out white people so black people would be treated better. And here's the thing is that Killmonger's plan has already been enacted many times in our reality. And guess what has happened? We've lost. Like, you know, slave rebellions did happen. And we were just giving black people weapons is not going to help the problem, you know? So he wasn't right in any in any. (laughs) Right. But the people are just all like, oh, Killmonger's right. Killmonger's right. Well, one. Killmonger can't be right because unless we have a secret Wakanda that we all don't know about, the things that he was trying to put infiltrate and do did not work. That's why this what if works so well because this is a scenario that can actually really freaking happen. We actually have these scenarios. We just got out of a 20-year war similar to this situation where we got convinced all the people that, hey, this war is worth fighting and come to find out this war was not even the war we should have been fighting. So, again, that's not even go political. The point I'm getting at is that this what if kind of show that if you push the right buttons and make friends with the right people and you give people the right kind of agenda or thought process, you can almost do anything you want. You can almost get any kind of money you want and make that happen. So I do, like I said, I did rock with the fact they made him a bad guy. And part of the way they made him a bad guy is because they showed that he was power hungry. They In the movie itself, they made more Killmonger's ideology oh, I'm trying to free my people, but he's doing it on an extreme level the wrong way. This was like, nah, my people is good to be free, but really, I'm trying to be this king. I'm trying to tell, like, he almost was like world domination. Like, he, yeah. 
And that's why I said that to Jaren. That's my only weakness with the the thing was that I felt like he got to a point where he had received everything he wanted, and all he had to do was play kind of play the long game. But I felt like he kept pushing more to have the power, and I felt like that was for strategy wise not a smart move. Like he pretty much, like you said, he was about to be the heir apparent to Wakanda. He like he just had to play the game at this point, and I kind of felt like he just was like, oh well, we're going to do this and keep this war going, etc. Where at this point, he could have sat back and kind of infiltrated more things as a king or as a prince-like character. Yeah. And, like, if he was the, the person that was trying to bargain the peace between the sides, and part of that peace treaty would have been Wakanda getting certain amount. Like, it's a lot of things politically that I thought he would do that he did and other things, but I got to realize that it's a cartoon and it's about superheroes. We got to have actions and fights. So what the fuck am I talking about? But, <laughs> right, 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 right. So I, I did think that was a weakness in it. But, I mean, all, all, outside of that, I mean... It was dope, and then I guess I never realized how much Killmonger's outfit looked like Vegeta's outfit. Yeah, <laughs> and when they made the Gundam reference, and they were like, "Oh yeah, like blah blah," and I'm like, "Oh, anime." And I looked it up, and was like, "Oh yeah, that outfit was supposed to be a reference to Dragon Ball Z in the movie because Michael B. Jordan is actually a real huge anime fan." And when they were giving him costume designs, that's what he pitched to him, and he wanted something similar to that. So I thought that was really, really dope for me being an anime guy and me loving Dragon Ball Z, Super, and all that. That, that was Does cool. it make you like Michael B. Jordan more? It makes I mean, me I like, like Michael B. Jordan. He just can't act. <laughs> I like a lot of people that don't do good at what their profession is. <laughs> so, but yes. I um, like him well enough. He's just a fucking shitty at his job. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, the thing right, he right. does that I know him for, not very good. Right. <laughs> I like Kim Kardashian. That porn tape was terrible. Like, I'm, I mean, you can be bad at the things that you're known for. It doesn't mean I don't just, I still like you. Uh, <laughs> that porn tape was terrible. The lighting was shit. I mean, the direction was great. And she was in it with Ray J, of all people. You could have yeah. better sweet. Well, somebody once, to, somebody once said, said Ray J, J was. Somebody once said Ray J was uh, E's number one talent scout. Yes. <laughs> like I said, what's the respect on Ray J name, man? Like, that joke again. He get that paper. He find real cra- crazy things to get paid for him, man. Uh, would you have rather have been Soldier Boy? Anyway, uh, <laughs> I mean, at that time house? he would have been like fourteen. So no, <laughs> man, you never know. You know how people get down. It's Hollywood. You know how people get down. Uh, so. It's all a big cabal for children blood harvesting yeah. or something, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Just ask Alex Jones. He'll tell you all about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, making the frogs gay. Frogs are gay. <laughs> it's like all frogs right. are already gay. You don't have to make them gay. Yeah. <laughs> like, any final words on what if? <laughs> Only on this show do you get from Marvel what if to Alex Jones conspiracies to Kim Kardashian sex tapes and frogs. <laughs> and the frogs are gay. <laughs> that literally you can go either way because they can change the genitalia. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yes, any final words on what if? <laughs> uh, I wish they would make more episodes like this. Like this is what yeah. what if should be. I think, I think. Mm-hmm. and this was definitely one that they knocked it out of the park. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed this one a lot. Um, it was definitely one of the high points of the season. So, all right, well, let's go on to our only solo movie review, which is great. Freed up a lot of time for me this week. We decided to watch Netflix Nightbook, which stars uh, Kristen um, Ritter. And basically, this story is about a boy who likes to write scary stories and has a falling out 
and it's all of a sudden gets trapped into this hotel and apartment system that will not let him go. And I mean, that's all you got to know. It's it's a kids movie, so it's a well, kids esque movie. Um, let's go ahead and start with you, Jason. What did you think of Nightbook? Yeah, this was this is pretty fun for me. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it's a kids movie, so it's not like anything too complex. Or I didn't know it was a kids movie going into it. I was hoping it would be a little bit more uh, hardcore, but it was still uh, there were still some points when it was like, oh, this is a little bit, you know. Rated teen rather than rated G. <laughs> there yeah. definitely some some moments where it's a little not scary, but a little bit heightened tension to say. Right. Uh, I like the message that they were they were trying to say, like you know, which is in pretty much in every kids movie. It's like, oh, just be you. And I I thought that uh, the kid who writes scary stories, like I, uh, I guess I resonated with that because I was that fucking weirdo kid who would write scary stories, but I wouldn't tell nobody about it. I'm not. I, <laughs> smart, smart. <laughs> but I'm thinking to myself, like I'm hanging out with this dude. This dude seems cool. <laughs> like, well, with one very market exception, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he probably is a bedwetter too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like the way he like basically built allies of the the other little girl that was cat catching the house and the cat that was apparently also catching the house was really cool. <laughs> Like you know, shit on his food. <laughs> I was because he was like, "What is this?" And I was like, "What is that?" And it's like, "Oh, it's cat shit." That's what that is. Cat I laughed. I laughed so hard. Oh man. Um, <laughs> right yeah, and, you know, Kristen Ritter is like one of those actresses. Like you either like her, or you don't like her. In my opinion, um, I, like I, I uh, can take her or leave her. Like sometimes she's really good, and sometimes she's like, man. Eh. Like I watched all of Jessica Jones, and like there's some times I'm like, wow, she's amazing. There's sometimes like they should have found someone else. <laughs> <laughs> but in this one, I feel like she, I mean, like, you know, it's not like it's a hard role. She's just playing some hammy witch ass character. And, you know, it's she's fine. She's good in it. She's okay. I mean, it's like she could have it could have been anybody else, but you know, it's fine that's her. Um, I like the fact that it was a, a play on Hansel and Gretel. Uh, I kind of figured that out when he first looked at the book. It's like, oh, this is going to be a play on Hansel and Gretel. And it yeah. was. But, you know, as I said, it's a kid's mo- movie. It's not going to throw you for any loops. It's not going to subvert your expectations or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. All right, Jerry, your thoughts on Nightbook? <clears throat> I mean, this don't eat other people's fucking pie like what are you doing man like right out under the a trance you couldn't help it right out Thank the you. let me back up to what 10 year old is watching lost boys man damn like yeah. what is yeah. parent like i don't i mean i watched lost boys at 10 year old awesome because parents. i was unsupervised yeah. Right, right, right. Awesome, awesome parents. That's who did. That's uh, why I watch it. The aforementioned thing that makes me not like the kid is this stupid fucking hipster lenses with their glasses with no fucking lenses in it. The fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like for real? That's a whole fucking look that it, it's bad on adults when they do it, and it's even dumber on a kid when you do it. And his um, difference is from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> When Kristen Ritter first showed up, I was like, holy shit, it looks like Reap from Death Note. It's just in the in the outline where she had the spikes on her shoulders. They were kind of coming off and everything. I loved I, that I, I had to put that note down because I thought it was great. But I loved uh I loved her. I love that they raided um Elton John's wardrobe to dress her in every scene. It was phenomenal. 
Um, I thought whoever was whoever the costume designer was for her character was having a fucking ball and loving it. Um, Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, almost immediately uh, when the uh, thing shake or the apartment shakes, you if you're paying attention, you realize that Ritter is not the one in control. That she is aggressive and angry, and the way she she deals with these kids is because she is uh, attempting to stave off something that she probably can't handle herself. So I thought that they telegraphed that well. Um, but it's one of those things that you might, if you weren't paying like like attention to it, you know, or if it was in the on in the background, you might not have noticed. Um, or if you're a child, or if you're a kid, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The cat shitting on his food made me laugh really fucking hard. Uh, I loved it. I just because it, 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 it's exactly how you said it, Jason. Kids like, what is that? And I'm looking at, what is that? <laughs> oh, oh, and then it, <laughs> the cat just fucking uncloaks and stares. I'm like, yeah, what? What are you gonna do? I'll claw your fucking eyes out, kid. <laughs> It follow, you know, it follows it. I like I said, I, I'm here for uh, Ritter in this one. She was killing it. Um, and then at the end, uh, in the elevator sequence with the it, it, like sh- the witch kind of like spider crawling over around the outside of the elevator. But that was very cool. And then as soon as that elevator door is open, I'm like, oh look, convenient furnace to Freddy Krueger. This bitch, let's go. <laughs> I was like, "Yep, I, I I now know how this is gonna end." And uh, she, uh, they kind of she kind of went out like a bitch. Um, they they it, she should have seen that coming, you know, <laughs> opening the door while I like keep an eye contact with her, like, "Hey, don't worry about what this hand is doing," <laughs> you know. But uh, come over here and let me tell you a story. While yeah, this furnace, human sized furnace is open. <laughs> yeah. I need it for mood lighting. Don't worry about. It. Don't worry about it. But yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, overall, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, uh, there were some, it wasn't one of those things where they could do much as far as like the direction of it goes. I, the um, the interesting way they kind of did the the hand-drawn backgrounds in his stories. Also, I did like I did like that when he started the story, they did this the splash of the title. Oh, yeah. And then inevitably he would get interrupted and so it would go back to it. And then they'd have to restart it in the splash title card would come up again i enjoyed that i thought that was fun um but the yeah the amalgam of like live action but like stilted and frame dropped with hand-drawn backgrounds i thought was kind of a kind of a cool way to differentiate the stories he was telling versus the reality that he was stuck in so i dug it i liked it yeah and of course yeah always in a situation with this befriend the 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 evil thing from the get-go so that you can you know try to cash in on that friendship later so yeah that's that's it okay uh yes i'm glad you didn't mention the 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 drawings in the story because i'm like man we're about to go through this whole review and no one's going to mention a good portion of what the story was so yeah i mean i feel like the night book was was the right book especially because my kids <laughs> loved it I, love puns, man. So, I just want to hug you every time oh you yeah <laughs> the dad vibes are strong this week <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's just a lot, a lot to like in this. Just as a adult watching it, like one, we talked about the stories and the splashing, and then like even the hand drawn backgrounds. I felt like to me it was almost like you remember those. Well, I didn't remember the pop up books 
where you would open it and everything would pop. It felt like that to me. It felt like every time they were in that story, it felt like he was writing a story that could have been in a pop-up book. Mm-hmm. And it just felt good. It flowed good with the, 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 the scenery. I love the sets, the designs, the atmosphere that was in it. It was scary enough, but kiddish enough that like you can have that disconnect. Um, they did an awesome job with that. The, the creatures, the, the shredders or whatever, with real cool, easy fun, the real live, actual practical sliming of people. I thought that was cool. No CGI <laughs> crap and all that. So mm-hmm. like it was a lot of practical stuff in here, which I'm shocked because it's Netflix. And I'm like, oh, wow, they went practical on a good number of stuff. Um, and again, I'm surprised you guys don't talk about all the nightmare fuel that was in there. One, fucking unicorn. Oh, yeah, Crazy. that unicorn. <laughs> that was scary as fuck. I <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Even the, the witch's house was freaky as hell. Like, that's yeah. freaky. Oh, um, yeah. I did like the contact or if they did it CG when they got mesmerized by the candy house at the end. That cool multicolored swirl right, right. eyes that sh- showed that. I thought that was very cool. I liked the library. Um, I was like, I want one of those in my house. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, I thought a lot of just how the, the movie looked was just phenomenal. The can't be an uber geek horror guy, like kind of like Jason said, I can relate because I was that uber geeky watching a bunch of R rated hard R movies when I was younger and I, I loved it. Um, also, the the parts that were cringy for me, I feel like was everything else, but it was cringy in the sense that it was kitty and yeah. some of the tonal actions weren't like, yes, yeah, so we're talking about a cat shitting on food, like that's a very harsh thing, like. <laughs> I know they're playing for because it's poop and his kids, but yeah. as an adult, we realize how harsh that is in real reality. Yeah, um, disrespect so, was off the charts. Right, right. So a lot of the interactions with the kids were kind of. Eh. Um, I didn't like her on again, off again, but I did understand it. Like they gave all good mythos for why the ethos why she should feel that way because she's lost a bunch of people, and and so I get why she was so trying to cold shoulder him, but bring him. I just hated the fact that it was. I felt like it wasted time. Like, just be down for the call, shorty, or don't. Like, let's move on and keep it moving. She's been there um, for three years, man. <laughs> and again, I said they gave the right stuff to make her feel this way. Again, hear what I'm saying. They get the right stuff. I just felt like it was a waste of time to do this. Like, they could have had her just not be cold all the way through and then just warm up to him. Rather than she got warm with him, then got cold on him again, and then got warm with him again when he, like, almost, like, tried to save her. Like, it was just a lot of back and forth that it, it didn't really develop the characters more. Like her being hot or cold didn't really dictate anything to pay off for. Like he mm-hmm. he earned it anyway, so it, it didn't really matter to keep switching her back and forth. You could just had him earn it at that one moment when he's going to sacrifice, and we're still good. Um, homeboy was kind of cringy, not because of his outfit. I thought his his outfit was kind of cool. All the the hipster type of stuff for this kid. Uh, that's why I was like, and these kids hate on this kid. Like he's got and a punk kids and yeah, yeah, like he, he was, he was, he was on his grind. He was on his grizzle. But anyway, so, but that was my only real big one. I guess my last one too is Kristen Ritter, and Jason said it perfectly. You know, either you're with her or you're not. I enjoy her Jessica Jones when it's her when her Jessica Jones is cynical, just like I enjoyed her in the, the B in Apartment Twenty Three or whatever, because she was more cynical and, and pompous there. I felt like this role for her, it could have upped this movie up a lot more if she was actually legitimately menacing. Mm. Now, they gave her moments to be legitimate menacing that I felt came off okay, like when she's basically torturing kids because she's going to kill them, which was pretty menacing, but it wasn't her that was menacing. It's the fact that she's doing this to kids that was menacing. It could have been anybody doing that and would have been menacing. 
that's only my biggest beef is I felt like they could have ramped her up to really be vile, and they would have done that. When it is the reveal of the real big bad, it would almost could have felt like a relief to be like, oh, crap, something she's afraid of something else is bigger than her. And then the horror jumps back over to realize, oh, no, this is even worse than her. But, like, Kristen Ritter's character wasn't really – I didn't get any, uh, like, relief. It should have been a pop moment. It should have been a pop moment when the witch beat her, where you were like, yes, that chick is, like we talked about before the show, Umbridge. Kristen Ritter yeah. should have been Umbridge. So when she gets taken off by the sensors, we're like, yes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then we go, oh, crap, we can't relax because this is way more dangerous than the chick we just like. It should have been that vibe. And that's what I think oh, that's yeah. still my real negative about that is that she didn't have that menace that I think would have really made those moments very, very worth it. They even almost kind of made her, try to make her more sympathetic. That, like, she was doing this for her own protection herself because she right. couldn't get out. So, like, like, why do that? Like, why make her, like... So, yeah, but that's neither here nor there. That's how they wrote the movie. So that's none of a, none of my business on that one. All right. But, yeah, <laughs> other than that, man, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I had a good time with my family watching it. So I definitely, yeah, I'm high on the movie. But that those little nitpicks kind of bothered me a bit because I felt like it could have been even crazier if they would have got that stuff right. Uh, any closing words before we go to the rating? Yeah, I was going to be a little harsher on her, uh, like, just some of the stuff that she – was like whenever he was reading and she would critique like i get that it ultimately has to be that's the weakness that they exploit to to ultimately win the day but at the same time like uh like they could have written her a lot more like you said vile or they could have made her a little more sharp or punchy but i get that they probably were limited because it is a kid's thing so yeah you know so i really that's why i didn't really go into it but i i agree too hard right you know, Fear Street rather than Nightbook. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, even like you said, how she was critical of him getting things right. Like, what if she would have been like, every time you don't get it right, like, you get a slash or something. Like, you know, something would have been like, oh, shit. So when he has to do that thing to convince her to give him the, the ingredients, they know that this is putting him in direct peril going to do to be this because he knows him getting it wrong is going to, he's going to like, so, like, right. it's just little, little things that could have, Amped it. But again, like I said, I, I, I hate nitpicking things that I really freaking like because it was fun. And, you know, this is our job. This uh, is what we do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh, I didn't pick the Jason. fuck out of Shang-Chi and I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which made a ton of money. So maybe we're wrong. Uh, well, it made it because Jaren kept going to see it. That's how I made all that. Yeah, Jaren said it like nine right. times. Uh, yeah, y'all wrong. I was right. Jaren was like, hey, uh, mom. Can I get that inheritance now? Because uh, I got a movie that I need to make number one two weeks in a row. Uh, <laughs> All by myself. Uh, Jason, what is your rating for Nightbook? I will give it a solid, which is not solid. It's going to get a point, but 3.8. 3.8. Yeah. Oh. It's, uh, you know, it's on streaming. So there's no reason why not to watch it, right? Ooh, so absolutely. you're going to get it for free. Just watch it. It's fun. All Watch right, it with your older kids. I'm going to give it a 3-5 um, just because some of y'all are going to look at this and be like, uh, I'm an adult and I want to watch a horror movie that's more adult-oriented, and this will not satiate that. But if you come into it knowing that it's got a kind of a kid vibe to it and you're okay with that, then you're going to enjoy it. It's done well. It's done exceptionally well So for the genre. All right. Oh, I, I give it a three. I can't believe I was lower than everybody, but I gave it a three. So go ahead and get your stream on, boo, because it's, it's easy. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
let's go ahead and jump into a segment we're going to be did. I think me and Jason did it maybe the very first show we did because that's when he preferred the Will of Time series. And now look, look oh, yeah. how it blew up. Like you, you yeah, you they made it. a show because of my recommendation. Right, right. You <laughs> named it and it fucking blew up. So next we're gonna do a thing called uh recommendations. We're gonna talk about some things, shows or movies or books that maybe are being overlooked that you guys should probably check out. Um, so we'll kind of go as many as anybody has. So let's go ahead and start with you, Jaren. You got any recommendations <clears throat> anybody check out? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm a big reader. It's kind of documented that I like uh, the Discworld series. Um, but uh, I, I guess about a year and change ago, uh, the guy that uh, is the author of the Discworld series, Terry Pratchett, had co-written a book with uh, our everybody's favorite author, Neil Gaiman. And it's all it, it is one of my favorite books, period, outside of all you know uh genres or anything and it's called good omens and it's a comedy about the end of the world it's very british it's very dry it's very witty um and it was uh, adapted the novel itself is great i highly recommend it but it was also adapted to an amazon prime original with uh barty crouch from the harry potters mr david Tennant himself a doctor who to some <laughs> and uh and uh, what is it, Michael something Michael or other? Sheen. Michael Sheen. Yeah. Michael I, yeah, I always say that, and I'm thinking it's the American Sheens, and it, it fucks with my Martin brain. Sheen. Martin Sheen, it's yeah, Martin not, Sheen. not the same. <laughs> um, Michael Sheen, and uh, he plays Azrafel the Angel, and uh, uh, Tenet plays uh, Crowley the Demon. <laughs> um, they have this beautiful wily coyote sheepdog relationship where, uh, when they're on the clock, they're trying to damn and or save humanity. But when they clock out, they like to go grab coffee together and kind of wax existential about the situation they find themselves in. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal adaption. Uh, they, I think they did a, they did a service to it exceptionally, exceptionally well. It's rare that you get as good of a translation of the subject matter from book to another medium. They nailed it with this one. It helps that Neil Gaiman was intimately involved with every aspect of it. And uh, unfortunately, Terry Pratchett has shuffled the mortal coil is no longer with us. So he couldn't be part of it, but I know that he would have been. Um, there is some new additive stuff in the series that wasn't in the book, but that stuff was written when they wrote the book together. It just was cut. So when they needed to pad the runtime of the movie, they got to bring back original stuff in that Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman had worked on together at the time of writing the book. So there's this there's it's a there's a beauty and there's an awesomeness to that that I that I think is it and it it, it just it fits it fits right where it should. So uh, uh, that is my recommendation for this week. Such a good show. I love their relationship. Like I just want to give them hugs. I would hang out with them. If they oh, were yeah, real sure. people, like, like Crowley is like the worst demon of all time. He's like He's solely so not in, into it whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's such a great show. Like they are perfect as those characters. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would was, say for people who like the Good Place to a degree, mm-hmm. this is a more of a, a, a daughterified version that is still enjoyable. So I mean, just kind of gives people some similarities of what they could probably reach to i mean it's not a direct translation but you can get the the vibe it's kind of the same vibe yeah. It's definitely yeah, similar yeah. Vibe. yeah yeah all right jason what are your your recommendation me and jaren were talking about this oh, we've both okay. seen this 
and it's a movie on Netflix. And you know, for me, I don't really. I'm I'm a a stupid troglodyte of a person. I don't like to read subtitles, so I kind of stay away from foreign language films a lot because I just think that everybody in the world should speak English like a good American person. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> everybody, why not? Like, why? <laughs> but uh, there's this one movie on Netflix called Space Sweepers, and I had for about a month put it off. Because I was like, this looks interesting, but uh, it's in Korean, and I don't speak Korean, and I don't want to read, you know. But this movie is fucking awesome. This movie is so much fun. I wish that Hollywood would make movies like this, and they have stopped making movies like this, you know. And it's 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 great. It's it's about a crew of 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 space sweepers. Their job is to uh, run around uh, this crowded space trying to mop up debris they're like pirates they were each crew is after this debris and they're trying to get it so they can make the money so they can live another day and put gas in their ship and they're embroiled in this conspiracy with a living bomb or maybe a robot or whatever we don't know and like each character is unique and and fun and has a like uh, a pathos to them that you understand why they're in that position where they're at um there's a transgender robot it is it's fucking awesome <laughs> like it is so much fun like there's some things that i in this movie that i've never seen happen in movies before for example uh pretty much the crew that we are are uh that are main that we are main characters are korean but there are people who are not korean and they just speak their language to each other so you will have scenes where someone's speaking english to someone speaking french to someone speaking korean and they're all just talking in their native tongues, and, mm. and it's being translated because it's in the far future to each other and to us because we got subtitles. Right. But either way, it is so cool. It is such a fun movie. The the effects in this are really really awesome. The CGI is good. really really good, especially for a Netflix movie. It's yeah. just like the, <sighs> Korea <laughs> is killing it when it comes to movies and content and all sorts of shit. Like food, <laughs> mm -hmm. like we should be taking more uh, cues from them because they are the only ones that seem to be being creative at this point in time, and just right. doing things that are fun and making things that are just using their imaginations. And rather than in the stuff that we get, you know, it's the same drivel that we've been getting for the last three hundred years here. So, space sweepers. If you like fun sci-fi <laughs> stuff. I can I I can't recommend it enough. It's it's awesome. It brings a little a little oh, like a, a firefly energy to yeah. these, these characters. There's a very there's a very uh we got to do what we got to do to continue to tomorrow and it's uh yeah, yeah. it's great. And yeah, the CG and, and, work, the, and the, the government costumes. is all bad cuz they're just yep. trying to hold us down. Yeah. Bad, bad government. <laughs> all reaching and so on uh Space Sweepers on Netflix, correct? Yes, 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 yes. Netflix. Netflix oh, original. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I concur. I did check it out. It is really good. Oh, you watched it? Oh, brilliant. You watched it? Great. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine, my one I'm going to suggest is, it's a movie that I think no one saw, but it ended up being really good. But I think the reason no one saw it is because the main person in it, people are like, eh, I'm good. Because it's oh, Kevin Spacey. Well, as Kristen, Kristen Stewart's the main like person in it, 
But the movie Underwater. Oh, it's yes. On, it's on Cinemax. It's on Cinemax. And I remember I saw it in the $3, fee, $3 theater on Ventura. Me and my daughter, because it's PG-13. And I was like, ah, and nothing else playing. Like, it's a cheap movie, blah, blah. And me and my daughter fucking loved it. Like, Underwater is a good movie. So it takes place in, like, this under underwater base, basically. Underwater. And, <laughs> yeah, 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 underwater. And well, basically, man. these creatures and monsters are <clears throat> attacking the base and making the facilities fail. And the, the people involved have to make this trek underwater in the <laughs> completely underwater in the, the deeps depths of the sea this trek across it another space another part of the space space station to try to stay alive while these creatures are attacking them it pretty much is a more campier version of like aliens or in that ilk of horror movies it's not but it is so freaking good and i think it's so good because you don't expect it to be good you go into it thinking this is another alien ripoff then they're going to do a terrible job, blah, blah, and it actually is fun. It has some creative scenes, some high-tension scenes, some things that, like, you actually care, like, how are they going to get out of this? Like, how are they going to do this? I mean, that scene when they have to tread in the, the deep sea, and the light can only see about this far from your yeah. face, and the camera shows that as they're walking, like, they're trying to just basically maneuver through a device to get to the other side, and it's just, they're getting picked off. It is just really, really good. And, and once again, I can't speak enough about this movie that because I thought it was going to be trash. And I was like, oh, it's $3, $6 between me and her total. If it's trash, we can laugh about it on the ride home. But if it's good and it ended up being good, like now when it comes on TV randomly, me and my daughter will sit down and watch it, like because hmm. we both enjoyed it. So um, Underwater I remember, still I remember seeing the ads for that. I just never got yeah. around to watching it. Yeah, I saw a lot of like lists on YouTube about it being, being underrated. So I gave it a look. Mm. Because I'm not a Kristen Stewart fan. She's not. I don't hate her or nothing like that. It's just like, obviously, she has that stench of Twilight. But like, she's not a bad actress at all. It's just, it's yeah. just like Twilight is the only thing. And I gave it a watch, and I was like, damn, this movie is really, really, it's really good. It is, yeah. it, it does have that alien vibe to it. And though I could nitpick about like how you build underwater structures, you should probably have a little bit more. <laughs> You know, yes. escape pods. Was the structure as cool as the underwater structure in Megalodon? Because that was a dope underwater structure. Well, this thing was like several stories tall. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. they had to actually because the creatures attacked the topper, the higher part, and they had to go yep. down and go all the yep. way to the bottom of the floor. To Seems counterintuitive. Well, because the because the other the top parts had been already destroyed, oh, damaged, and gotcha. sealed, and it was sealed off. Yeah. So they had to go down and then across the ocean floor to another facility that they to had abandoned to, the mm. to go back up to the top. And yeah. also there is a uh, reference. The creatures are a reference to a creature that we all know and love. I won't spoil it here, but yep, when yep, you yep. see that movie and see it, you'll be like, holy shit, that is dope as fuck. Because it okay. is like... Great ending. Yes, great ending too. Like, <laughs> Basically, recommendation. I'm going to watch it. So Yeah. yeah. It definitely sticks the sticks the landing on the ending because I didn't expect it to end that way the way it ended. So yes, um, that is my recommendation. There, Jaren, any more recommendations that you would have that you can think I, of? I think we should. I think we should hold it to one if this becomes a thing. One one per week. It's not so we don't spend seven hours talking about shit we like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because some people 
come overly prepared. So I just wanted to make sure we didn't leave anything out on the table. So I'm assuming, Jason, that was your one. Appreciate you guys it. are good. No, I got I got another one. And this oh, you is okay. 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 And it's 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 the only reason I got another one because I just start, started watching the show like yesterday and I was like, oh, this is kind of mm-hmm. dope. Uh, and we're sticking on the Korean thing. It's, a, it's on Netflix. It's called The Squid Game. And it's one of these uh, advertised big right now. And it's I mean, I, I watched the first two episodes and like it's one of these like shows where battle royale shows where people are in this situation where they're going to get killed mm-hmm. <laughs> if they don't do the thing. But like the characters in these and the reason why they're doing it is like really, really like relatable. And they're not just drawn to this game unwittingly. They know what, what's going on and they're doing it anyway. And it's really, really cool. And you get to see like why each one of these people are kind of drawn into this game that they could possibly die in. And also something that I I haven't really noticed in a lot of Korean films. I don't watch a lot of Korean films or anything like that, but this one actually made reference to people being from North Korea, (laughs) which is, you know, I've never seen it. I mean, I'm sure people who watch a lot of Korean cinema will be like, oh, they talk about the North Koreans all the time. I'm sorry. I'm just, uh, you know, I don't know about this, but that was the first time I'm like, damn, they they got a character from North Korea. That's pretty cool. So, Mm -hmm. Squid Game, yeah, I was. I only watched two episodes, so I can't tell you how the whole entire season is. But from the first two episodes, I was, I was intrigued. <laughs> We're done with this. I'm probably going to watch more. <laughs> All right, I got a question about that. Uh, Alice in Borderland. Did you watch that? I watched like the first few episodes of that too. Oh, I watched but, the first full season of that, and I thought that was battle royale done exceptionally smart and exceptionally well. I was going to be curious if you'd watch that. How this stacks up. Yeah, but uh, if, if Alice in Borderland so, it really takes a turn mid season. So if yeah. you only watch more two episodes, you well, really... I know, I I didn't watch the rest of the season, but I did watch videos over the rest of it because I was like, I like this. I just don't want to keep watching it. <laughs> so I wonder what happens. <laughs> the man of recap. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So I know what 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 goes on. Okay, and okay. This one is a little bit more straightforward than hmm. Alice in Borderlands. There's not a really a. Bi- I mean, there's kind of a mystery. But it's not really a big mystery. Yeah, as that's a big part. There. I got you. Right? A big part of Borderlands is just why is this happening? Why they, yeah, why is it happening? Why they're yeah. there? And, you know. Yeah. Okay. I, all right. So, uh, I mean, if we're doing two, I just started. I also just started a new show today. Uh, the new He-Man Masters of the Universe. Uh, it is something that I'm excited about. It. It's got the. I'm a big fan of the 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 artistic design of it it is ratchet and clank meets overwatch uh the character design is great the the animation quality is better the texturing is better uh with the exception of some background stuff that looks a little jank but um uh i've watched about three episodes of it so far and uh the characters are fun uh and again the 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 design uh language of the whole show is, is 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 it's pretty it's really fun and uh, I'm enjoying it so far. And in unlike the other He-Man that came out recently, this one has He-Man in it. So there I, we go. I love you know. how you have done a completely 180 on the He-Man property. I just <laughs> I was gonna, I was going to be the one that's going to say it. I was going to let somebody else say that. Uh, like two months ago, Jerry was like, "Fuck He-Man. Who gives a uh, shit yep, about He-Man?" Yep, <laughs> and now yeah, he's recommending He-Man. Stu- yeah. Now I'm like, yo, man, and that stupid tiger and that stupid little wizard yo, thing. Yeah. Yeah. They got. If the if, if if the tiger in this one isn't voiced by uh, Liam Neeson, that it's voiced by Liam Neeson's voice acting double, um, and he's not a bitch. 
It's funny. He was punished for like doing something in the past they don't really talk about yet. And he was he had his claws literally. He was declawed. So he is a full grown tiger that's been declawed. So he can't fight, but he's not a bitch. So that already fixed a big issue for me with Cringer. So I was all I'm about just it. Glad that you can and he sounds like he's Jared. <laughs> and he sounds like you know his kids were taken by some Eastern European people. He's trying to get it back. He sounds strange. <laughs> I'm a tiger of certain set of skills. Yeah. <laughs> they don't involve my claws at the moment. <laughs> Did you uh, finish the series? I've only gotten through the first four episodes. They're great oh, so far. I, I really enjoyed it. The, hey, there's I, some, yeah. I can't be both some... recommended shit that Chang finished. Because if the yeah. end of the sucks, they're going to be like, oh, I listened to the damn He-Man shit. And the first four episodes, <laughs> it was fucking booty. And we'll be like, yeah. oh, well. Okay. Dude, it's the first watch four. <laughs> I only came with one recommendation prepared, but everybody's throwing two out. So I, I was intrigued it. by it, and it seemed like something that would be good. So I yeah. said, "Yes, go ahead." And if it doesn't turn out to be good, then you can say Jason didn't turn out to be good, and I can tell you to suck my dick. All right, I don't really care. Right. Do it in the comments. Tell us, suck yeah, your yeah, dick. Yeah, the assistant to the co-host over here. Yeah, I got demoted. Uh, Fuck you, Jason. <laughs> You know, I would have recommended shit I haven't even seen yet. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> have you heard of the Twilight series? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to recommend Venom Two. I haven't seen it either, but it looks <laughs> like something I'll be into. Far from so, home, uh, <laughs> No, um, I, I mean, I had a list of other stuff just in case, but I don't need to recommend anything else because uh, I think that's a good list. There, we gave a lot of people a lot of stuff. Right. And they can watch now, and uh, I think they will appreciate, uh, you know, the stuff that you guys have watched. And the stuff you haven't, they'll at least start with you and can comment every week how much it sucks or how great it is. So that's very really good. <laughs> I hate you making me watch this show. You recommend this piece of shit show? God damn. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going to go to our new segment that we have started called Nerd Knockout. It is where we take two nerd figures and we decide if who would knock out who, who would win in a fight. And the first one we have is coming from the mind of Jason, the Duke of all nerds. So, Jason, what is the first annual nerd knockout team up uh, matchup here? Up first, (laughs) fighting in the red corner. He's a 3,000-year-old. Myar, (laughs) we're talking about Gandalf the fucking Grant. Versus Dumbledore. The fucking Dumbledore. (laughs) I've seen this epic rap battle. I know how this ends. So Gandalf versus Dumbledore will be our first first matchup today. Uh, do you want me to start first and tell me tell people who I think, even though this is this is objectively true, who yeah. I think would win? Do you, do you want him to start? Or do you want him to wrap it up? I feel like he should wrap it up. <laughs> I should we, wrap it up. You, you guys go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys go first. Go, go, go ahead, Jaren. Who who are you all taking right. in this one? All right. So we all. So first of all, let's figure out which Gandalf. I mean, is he the blue one, the red one, the white one, or the gray one, or the purple one? Which which Gandalf are we dealing with? Huh? Gandalf the fucking gray. He's the gray one. Okay. The, it, okay, so he's already he's already evolved to his final form. Is that <laughs> no this is the first Gandalf. Oh he's preform in this one. Okay. Oh you give oh so you're giving Dumbledore a fighting chance is what it sounds no, like. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, as far as as far as uh, this goes, I feel like Gandalf is definitely more of a warrior uh, wizard. Uh, Dumbledore, I mean, everybody talked about how powerful he was back in the day, but in the in the books and the movies, he I don't know if it's just his brand of teaching, 
but he is leaving most of the heavy lifting to some children that don't know what they're doing. So, I mean, he might be doing, they always reference him doing some shit in the background. Like, Oh, he had to make a travel to go get a fucking you know, herb or some shit. Um, but they don't really ever, you never really follow Dumbledore in the books and see what he's getting up to specifically. It's always kind of mysterious and off to the side. So, I mean, just from what I know of the two characters, I feel like Gandalf would shove his wand up Dumbledore's ass, and then there would be a piercing light that would just break out of every orifice of his body until he just shredded into nothing. So, yeah, I think uh, I think I'd have to give it to Gandalf the Grey. Okay, well, I'm going to talk about the greatest resident of his era, which is Albus Dumbledore. And I don't know all those middle names he got because those middle names are Albus Brian. Brian. I know one it's of them. All trash. It's all trash. It's all trash. His mom, his mama called him Albus. I call him Albus. Uh so <laughs> let's start with one. Let's start with the first thing here. Albus ain't going out by no fire demon. Because Albus could just go ahead and just pull out water and make a, a, a water demon and put old boy out. He don't got to be like, you shall not pass, hit the ground. He would just fucking zap the fuck out of a fire demon and make it eat shit. Where Gandalf got to be like, oh, I got to stomp things and I got to fight them all the way down. And be like, well, what are you doing? Dumbledore you to call this brum and kick that bitch to hell. Like, So let's just start there. They're like, Dumbledore easily stomps on some of the people that, like, that, that, that Gandalf had to like take struggle with. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. All I'm thinking about is Ian McKellen is Magneto going, I thought you guys lived in a school. <laughs> <laughs> Second thing we're going to go with is that he had the Elder Wand. He couldn't lose a duel. So right there alone, he can't lose the Gandalf. He can't lose a duel. So he, he will Elder Wand the fuck out of, out of Gandalf. And just basically be like, every time Gandalf would throw his little stupid, oh, man, he'll just reflect that shit, beat it down, and be like, yeah, take this L, take this L. I mean, hell, and then he'll push the little hobbits off the cliff as well, because, you know, <laughs> just, just to do more damage. Fuck them. Dumbledore uh, yeah. would use other people to his advantage. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> he did it to Harry. He was like, yeah, let me keep this sacrificial lamb around Damn. just so I can. <laughs> so he would definitely go around that. Also, just the, the feats of the ability in the Harry Potter universe of how magic is used, magic in the Harry Potter universe almost has no limits to just what it can do. It literally just can, whatever they just fathom it could do, they could do. If I want it to be like fucking Fantasia and do my household chores, it could do that. If I want to go into a black stream across existence to find somewhere, I could just do that. If I just want to fucking, you know what, put out a curse that fucking just kills people randomly because... Why would you use any other curse but that? But okay, cool. I could do that. Like it literally has no measure of bounds of limits. Like it's not even a situation with their magic where they use it and they're like, oh, I've used so much magic, I'm a little tired. Nah, they just be like, nah, fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. The only time they get tired is if they get hit with shit and it weakens them. So they literally could go all day. Where Gandalf, on the other hand, we have seen it where he uses the exerts him off by energy of magic. He got to chill. Like, he got to get off screen. He got to, all right, hop into the fellowship. Y'all go roll. I'm going to go smoke this tote and, and catch up with y'all later because I didn't did it. I didn't did a little too much, especially the gray. Now, if we were talking to white, you may got me there, Jason. There ain't, ain't nothing bad I can say about the white. The white on a different level. I mean, that's sad that I got to say that as a black man. But the white on a different level. So, <laughs> only thing stronger than Gandalf the white is Gandalf the black. We didn't get to that part. So, put it on a t shirt. 
But even, <laughs> yes. Gandalf the White. Even with Gandalf the, the White, the thing that Dumbledore would have in his advantage is that Gandalf the White's whole purpose was that he had to serve a purpose. As long as Dumbledore don't get away of that purpose, he gonna he gonna die at the end anyway. So all Dumbledore <laughs> gotta do is say the fuck out the way, and he gonna die. <laughs> Dumbledore wins by disqualification. So for me, Gandalf the Grey is getting. I ain't gonna say it's getting washed. It will be a tight competition. But I think for the fact that the Harry Potter magic has no limits or bounds or any kind of, they never talk about things that base it into a counteraction for doing stupid shit. The only counteraction we see is like, if your wand's a little broken, it may backfire. Or if you use the wrong person's wand, it may not react the same. But other than that, they fucking do what the fuck they want to do. And with Gandalf, and I know with Lord of, Lord of the Rings especially, magic always comes with like some kind of um, elemental, environmental kind of preference to help it boost itself. So with that done, I'm going Albus, man. Like, Unlimited power with an elder one that doesn't lose in duels. Avada Kedavra in his way to a victory, real fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And putting and putting other people in danger as he does it. All the two are Horcrux. Sorry, all the two are Horcrux. Sorry. <laughs> oh shit, Jason, 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 you're, you're cute. That's 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 cute. That's cute. Okay. Firstly, let's start with Gandalf the Gray versus Gandalf the White. They don't denote power level there. Gandalf is Gandalf, regardless of there are his titles. The gray and the white are his titles, his job titles. All right. They're not different on power level or scale. Gandalf is a Maiar. He is an angel. He has always been an angel. He will always be an angel. There is nothing that Dumbledore could do to him that has not already been done. He has yeah, fought. Lost. We've seen him lose numerous times. No, he only yeah, lost know that. <laughs> once. He never. In fact, he's never lost. He's never lost. He got. Because you got resurrected. He got temporarily captured by Saruman. He got temporarily. Who could have killed Saur him? But chose not to. Saruman could not kill him. That was the thing. He could not break him. He could only capture him. That was it. And Sauron on power levels is not the same as Gandalf. Gandalf is one of the greatest Maya of all time. He should have been Gandalf the White to begin with. But Gandalf had fear of, of Sauron and did not want to take that title. So he let Saruman take the title instead and decided to become the Grey, which means he's a pilgrim and he goes and warns people of fighting. He took out single-handedly a Balrog. You do not understand the power level that Balrogs have. Balrogs so make over 9, fucking... Yeah. <laughs> Balrogs <laughs> make fucking Voldemort look like little sissy, you know, school children. They are ancient creatures of fucking hell. There's nothing that Dumbledore could do to a Balrog that fucking would hurt it. There's well, nothing. Like no, it it would just it would eat that shit. It would look at him and laugh. All right. See, magic in Lord of the Rings isn't just spells. It is knowledge. The person with the most knowledge has the higher power. All right. Gandalf is a very knowledgeable person. He has lived for thousands, or he has existed. For thousands of years okay so when he met that balrog who has also existed for thousands of years their knowledge came into conflict with one another and that knowledge nearly killed gandalf it would have completely obliterated dumbledore all right because gandalf has forgotten more shit about magic than dumbledore will ever know because dumbledore is just a dude okay he's hold a on, good hold on, dude hold on, hold on. so time out if he breaks the bridge and he throws his whip and he breaks off the whip and grabs a broom and flies out, who survives that battle? 
both the Balrog and and the bridge didn't kill either of them. No, no, they, I'm saying, but the bridge is what they took them fell down for the three level. days. Yes, dude. falling. Yes, falling. <laughs> they fell for three he has days a and got he up and flown fought. Out. <laughs> they fell for three days and got up and fought each other. All right. If fucking Dumbledore falls for three days, regardless of what his magical power is, and he gets the fucking water, he is dead because he's a person. Yeah, he's just going to apparate out of there. Yeah, yeah. He's just going to apparate right. out of there. And guess what? The Balrog is still going to be alive because the Balrog is going to be like, oh, that was cool. I'm still yeah, alive because that ball didn't to, kill he him. Went, he went to turn to Dumbledore the White to come back the after fall he fell for three days. Like, he's going to be like, clap hey. that bitch. <laughs> He just would have been like, hey, let me ask. He would have been like, well, that guy's gone. Balrog is still here. <laughs> you know, Gandalf just, I mean, Dumbledore just fucked off, but the Balrog's still here because he did nothing to kill it. Yeah, but he's, he got a three-day climb up to go. So, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. We only no, had a climb up the hill. No. All right, great. Yeah. The, an evil that could be utilized by fucking Sauron <laughs> is still there in the world. So, by fighting the fucking Balrog, who Sauron could have utilized in his war because let's say Balrog's can slaughter armies by themselves. One Balrog, there were only seven that ever existed. All right. Two were killed by one two great people, one by 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 Gandalf and one by Glen uh Glorfindel. Both of those guys were so those feats were so great that God himself decided to make them live again. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying what did what so what did Dumbledore he, do to get himself killed? Die. He put on a ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So you you are saying he did die though? He no, had to be resurrected. He, he did, yeah, he did die, and he was resurrected because he was that okay. great of a person. Was that part? But of, he didn't that die before that. Balrog did. What was that part of Gandalf's plan? He chose that to be like, a part of Gandalf's plan. It doesn't matter if it's a part of his plan. Okay, so so somebody he killed him. That. That's what you're saying. Somebody killed he him when fought, he was trying his best. He, yes, one of the most powerful creatures in the universe broke him, but that thing died. First, so nothing in Dumbledore's do? universe can what kill Gand- him. What did Dumbledore do? What did Dumbledore do? Fight nothing his in his universe can kill him, but something can kill Gandalf. And we're like, oh yeah, but because he's the, uh, that other thing is so so extremely powerful. That's why he's not even Gandalf's not even the top of his food chain. Then if he got killed by something else, Dumbledore sacrificed himself. There was a plan. No, he that. did not. He was the most powerful Dumbledore's guy. pride killed him. Dumbledore's pride killed him. So he, he didn't was so tell stupid. Snake okay. to do it? He didn't know that Malfoy was trying to kill him? What are we he talking about? He was going to die anyway, dude. What are you talking about? He put on fucking the Ring of Slytherin because he was too stupid not to fucking check that shit out first and got a curse that was going to kill him. Only reason he did not die right then and there is because Snape stopped it. And he was going to so, die so he survived, regardless. Right? So you said he survived. <laughs> So, so you just hope he survived. No, he didn't survive. He, oh, he no, was I mean, dead. Yeah, so regardless, he was alive. He had his dumbass. The other one died. The other one died in the first movie. Here's the dude. This here's the difference between Dumbledore and Gandalf. Here's the, Gandalf sees a ring of power. He knows it's a ring of power. He doesn't know what ring of power it is. So he goes and he fucking researches that shit. He finds out exactly what that ring is. He knows it's the one ring, and he refuses to touch that sucker. Because he knows what it would do to him. It wouldn't kill him. It would make him worse than Saruman or Sauron. <laughs> Dumbledore finds a ring that he knows is a Horcrux. That he knows is also the fucking Deathly Hallow. And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> so and he's like, oh shit, it's a curse on it. 
<laughs> it's one bad decision. Okay, great. So Gandalf, one bad so decision Gandalf, versus someone who bravely fights to the death to something so much more yes, powerful. That's the point you're getting at. Anything that's else on the planet, fought oh. to the death to something that Gandalf, Dumbledore, would have not have died for. He would have, yeah, because he's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, because no, if yeah, he, he wouldn't have died because he would have had things like the ability to fly, the ability no, to he move have, he would have to another. Died. Because so, as soon as yes. he put that shedding, if Gandalf, if Dumbledore put a shedding spell on that door, and the counter spell was so powerful that it nearly killed Gandalf, if Gandalf also, did not too, have, hold on, we're also going with the premise. Dumbledore would have died putting that shedding spell on that hold door. On. And that's Dumbledore would have been obliterated. You're by changing that the rules attempt. of the magic talking, in the universe. Hold on, because you're saying talking, that the hold on, hold on. You're saying the killable curse for Dumbledore doesn't work against the Balrog because you say. But I'm going with the rules of both their magic. One has a because of killer killing curse. That can kill everything or control things and torture things. And the other one has something that doesn't can't do that. And we're saying who would win in a fight because you're saying, oh, the killing curse wouldn't work in this universe. How is that a fair no, fight? Because we have to be able to I'm use saying, the same things that you I'm saying. And then, Jared, am I wrong about that? Well, what I mean, I'm saying is he would kill the Balrog Dumbledore. by saying about a cadaver. Yeah, exactly. What I'm saying is Dumbledore wouldn't have never gotten to the part where he could have used the killing curse. Because if he had done exactly what Gandalf had done, which is putting a locking spell on the door, the counter spell that the Balrog used was so much more powerful, it would have obliterated Dumbledore. He would be dead just by his counter spell. How do you know that? Because these are not just people. They're angels and demons, my friend. These people are (laughs) on universe levels of power. Horrible. Then Dumbledore does not mean that he would have died. Maybe he puts a protection he, spell over yeah. himself. Yeah, Maybe what if he, he could have done What if he didn't use the door? Been... What if he just apparated into the chamber? Right. And he would have been instantly killed by that Balrog. Well, also, too, that... he would have to do a locking spell. He just would have killed them with the curse. No, because. Or controlled them and used them to make, 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 control him. No, to work none for of him. that would have happened. You know okay, why? Because, because, because you say the magic the doesn't long work. Enough. <laughs> Their, ra- their magic. Your, their argument is Dumbledore's magic won't work because Jason says his magic won't work. No, when Dumbledore's magic won't work it. because the Balrog is so much more powerful than he is. But the that's magic not the rules would of not Harry work Potter. against him. That's not the rules the of Harry Potter. The magic would not work against him a... because he's more powerful than him. Gandalf's magic would not work look, against him. That's why they have the magics that are in their universe versus it. The no, no one except for Harry has done an unkillable curse, and that was because of love. So, is a Balrog wife going to jump in front of the curse? A magic would not work. We're talking about both universes. The magic would not have worked against him. It would not have worked because it would not work. Why? It wouldn't have worked. You could take Dumbledore's magic, but in 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 the Lord of the Rings universe, you could still have Dumbledore's magic, but it would not work because the Balrog is so much more powerful. It would have ate that. that? How are you saying that? Because because this is what they're all freaking on. They are universe level creatures, my friend. But we don't have a universe level creature in Harry Potter that you can compare. Yes, because they're all just people. But that's my point: is that you say yeah, so they wouldn't work. Hold on, your argument is it won't work because that's your argument. Because we don't have anything that Dumbledore. Hold on, we haven't had anything that Dumbledore's face on that level to say it wouldn't work. So all we can do is say that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Well, all we can say is that, hold on. Hold on. All we can say is that in this world, that those things kill everything. So we have to keep that same energy and go across. And so in, so this, in, in that, that world, Dumbledore shit will kill everything. You only thing you can say is because oh, they're gods and angels. We don't know if Dumbledore, Dumbledore would kill a god and angel. Everything. But the point is, Dumbledore we can't say they killed, 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 killed We're we also say talking that. about. 
then you would say that Dumbledore would use the one curse or the three curses that he has been told specifically not to use that he's never, ever, ever used. So if we're talking about your, if we're talking about your belief in things that he has these three spells that he would oh, never Dumbledore ever use that he's never used one of those curses. When well, he ever used, one of those curses. Curse. In between, he's never used one of the curses. There's never been any canonical evidence of using Avocado on all. anything. In between when he was anybody. Jude Law and the old man, I guarantee you he fired off one of those. Yeah, you were using speculation that he's using it, but we are talking about the text itself. And he's not any of those But we know that they have knowledge of spells they don't use. Molly Wally Weasley used a spell that she probably never used ever before when she killed Beatrice. I'm doubt she was going around crystallizing motherfuckers to ash and blowing them up, but she knew how to do it. So we have the premise that if you know the knowledge of the spell, you can use the spell. Mad Eye Moody. But you're also saying that you're going to use that spell in a fight. But he's not going to use that spell. I'm so mad. Dumbledore is going to do almost exactly what Gandalf would do, which he's like, he's going to like, oh shit, there's something big and powerful behind this thing. I'm going to lock the door. All right. I'm going to give us enough time to run away because that's what Dumbledore would do. He's running away from a lot of stuff. He ran away from the Inferni in the uh, in the uh, the the room with the with the ring because he couldn't kill them all. All right, and Inferni are not as powerful as fucking one Balrog is. All right, he ran away. He was going to run away from from Malfoy and them shit, but he had fucking Snape come and kill him. Okay, Let's be real Dumbledore. If he found if he stumbled across a Balrog, would try to figure out a way to put it in the fucking Hogwarts basement. And let the kids run into it. Let the kids do it. Very true. Very true. <laughs> But you know what? He would have fought that shit by himself. But he wouldn't have died. He wouldn't have fought the way to not. He would have died because the counter spell would have killed him. Counter spell would have killed him. All right. right. Yeah, because Jason says it would have. And not because it would have. It would have. If he would have put a spell on that door, which any wizard would have done. Look, let's, all I'm saying is we can only compare magics. We can only compare the strengths of the magic for the universe. And if we have a pretty much. And we're talking about. We're talking about the strength of. Of a magic of, of the magic of gods. No, no, but I'm saying we're talking about the strength of the magics in their selective universes. Yeah. One has a super powerful weapon that kills everything, which that he got that from kill, somebody on, he, on, he on, took it from. We have to say, hold on, we have to say that he killed everything in the other universe because that's what we have. And the time other out. one has something. Time that can, I mean, time out, that, time out. You say he has a super powerful weapon, but he was disarmed by Malfoy, so he can be beaten in the no. duel. We have canonical evidence he, he let, that the Elder Wand can be beaten him. in a duel if you if you if you sneak up on no, that person. He so his super Malfoy powerful weapon. Him. His yes, super powerful he weapon. To so him. how did he get it from Grindelwald? Tell me that. Didn't they he say he dueled him. He did, yeah, they did him and out. Didn't him and uh, his brother duel him? So if him and his brother duel him, him? Grindelwald had the fucking wand first. He took it from Grindelwald. So therefore. That dueling, that thing about it being unbeatable is not true. Because also, Harry Potter took it from Malfoy. Yes. Because, because he disarmed Malfoy. Malfoy of his other his other Yes, wand. so therefore the loyalty of the wand. wand went to Harry Potter. So therefore, yes. even though, so that wand has so many other rules that Gandalf probably would have, if he knew about it, would have researched and go, Oh, I know these fucking but rules. But he'd be dead already. He wouldn't be, what is he? Good he wouldn't be dead already because is Gandalf like, oh, is somebody who gains in knowledge, like, man. Are we he sitting there really, like, hey, Gandalf, you got this fight uh, on March 13th at 3 o'clock. Here's all he his would not be he dead does. already. There's right, you know no what way <laughs> that Gandalf would kill him because he would not be dead already. You're talking about two people who would not even fight saying that he'd be dead already. All right, he wouldn't right, be dead already right. Because, guys, guys, A, he can't die. 
Who he, comes he back. can't die. What are you talking about? He didn't, he Resurrection comes back. is dead. If I die, if someone resuscitates, and he comes me, back, I still die Gandalf's dead, and he stays dead. Okay. I mean, Dumbledore's dead, and he stays dead. <laughs> Dumbledore <laughs> gets himself killed. Who's more evil? Dead. Who's more evil, Saruman or Dolores Umbridge? <laughs> Dolores Umbridge. <laughs> yeah. <I mean>. <laughs> <laughs> And All right, and so, is clapping so we, we, we clearly have a disagreement. Every single time. <laughs> every single time. All right, where, where, where do you lie, Jaren? The- I, mean, I mean, it's, you know, I, I, I gave it to, to Gandalf the Grey, but I wasn't considering, like, god powers versus mortal magic. I, I don't know if we can put those on different planes if we're, it, in this scenario, for this exercise, they have to, both sets of rules for both worlds have to work. So in that regard, I agree with uh, Jason number one, um, but I just I don't know. I think I think Gandalf's more of a warrior. He he's 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 gone to the mats more often than Dumbledore has, at least from what I've read. So that's why I gave it to Gandalf, just because I think he'd he'd have himself in a fight better. But you know. <sighs> I, I don't know if Jason number A made overly compelling points because <laughs> I do think that with his apparition powers and his flight abilities and stuff that uh, Dumbledore's got some OP stuff that just would outclass Gandalf as far as movement goes. But you're right. That there's another aspect to that. You can have the most powerful weapon in the world, but you can't wield it unless you have it in your fucking hands and are using it. So, you know, I mean, I think anybody can be disarmed. So I can't we we can't put too much credit on that, but that is a that's valid. So I mean I'm I've already said Gandalf the Gray is going to take it, and I just think it's because he throws hands more magically. Yeah. His magic is better. His magic is his better. Battle XP, is his, his battle XP is way higher. All right, great discussion on uh, Dumbledore <laughs> versus Gandalf. Please let us know in the comments what you <laughs> yes. think about who you wanted to choose in this. Uh, nerd knockout. All right, let's go to our last one. <laughs> we're, we, we're, we're name, you know, we're just workshopping these names here. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's better than the. I like uh, nerd, the knockout. Get, <laughs> nerd knockout. Let's go ahead to the next matchup. We have we have Captain America, the old red, white, and blue versus the Green Ranger, Tommy himself. One on one for nerd knockout. Go ahead, so, Kim Jarrett. <laughs> Fucking Captain America is going to fucking destroy the fucking Green Ranger. Are you out of your mind? First and foremost, if Tommy is bound by the rules of his world, he is going to first try to fight Captain America in a green tank top and like training flannel. <laughs> That's how shit's going to kick off. And at that point, he's catching a fucking, he's going to get his shit pushed in and then he's going to take his little belt buckle off. And he's going to go into his like zone and try to morph. And while he's morphing for the two and a half minutes it takes for those fuckers to change clothes, he's catching that shield to the fucking dome. And it's <laughs> over. Captain America is grabbing him by his silly ponytail. If he manages to get off a morph by running away and getting away from him, which would be difficult because Captain America's a goddamn super soldier. If he managed to get away and was able to get his morph off, then he would come back, and as soon as he brought his little flute whistle to his mouth, he it would be pushed through his helmet by that shield <laughs> while he's playing it. <laughs> I feel I like just, you're, you're doing like a Dark I Avenger Captain America. I've never seen Captain yeah. America do any of these acts to any as, human being ever. As soon as so, Tommy in the comes Ultimate in Universe, he's more. Yeah. yeah, 
it's hardcore. Yeah, oh, I, mean, I thought we were talking MCU cat versus just saying, just saying. Tommy's starting this fight in a green tank top, therefore he becomes a threat. Therefore, Captain America is going to gonna gonna dome him with a shield. <laughs> this is gonna happen. Okay. Like it just it it is it, that like and then again if he if Tommy gets off his morph and and you said no Zoid I mean I don't know if he brings in a Zoid well, he oh, might so mine I said the the, the Green or, Ranger like he's in Green Ranger I didn't say he's fighting Tommy the Green I'm like I said oh, the Green I'm, Ranger I'm Tommy just, like he's oh, okay, in his okay. outfit as they step into the field like but go so, ahead continue <laughs> okay okay in that so <laughs> all right for forget what I said at that point then uh, as far as him doing his like. You know, Tai Chi at him first. Um, yeah, if he comes at him, I mean, okay, so in this scenario, it's like, who do you think is going to be the antagonist? It's going to be Tommy, right? Tommy's coming for Captain. Yeah, Cap ain't, Cap isn't like hunting down this mysterious Green Ranger and trying to try, trying to put handcuffs on him. Um, uh, so if, if, if uh, Captain America is defending himself, off the rip from their first encounter. Yeah, I think Captain America's gonna he might he might he might give him kid gloves initially and then he realizes that he's still coming at him as a threat. I think he's gonna then rise up and finish what he started. So when when you say it's out of character for Captain to dome this kid while he's playing a flute, <laughs> just he, takes he his shield sideways and he pops him right in the he didn't dome Peter Parker. Parker, Peter Parker was a kid. He didn't dome Peter Parker. Yeah, no, he, he, oh, yeah. Heavy on him, yeah, but he like, chucked oh, that yeah. shield. He chucked that shield at him a lot. <laughs> he dropped the he dropped the whole airplane loading bay on. Him. <laughs> right, right, right. He, he went for him. <laughs> yeah, he came. Like, I hope he's strong enough to take this fucking airplane. <laughs> yeah, he didn't know. <laughs> See, sturdy kid. <laughs> I'm gonna... So, handedly, without question, I'm giving this one to Captain America. That being said, if Tommy were to realize that he was about to die and then all of a sudden morphs into the White Ranger, Captain America would still kill him. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's all right, it. Jason? All right, so I'm going to come with receipts here. Okay, so... uh Power Rangers had actually in, interacted with the Justice League before. All right. They came into a, there's a comic book where they have entered yep. into the same universe and they come to contact with the Justice League and Batman is straight clowning their asses. He's like, I could take all you motherfuckers out. We're glad we're not fighting. And I don't have superpowers. Me, I don't have superpowers. Not alone, these motherfuckers over here would have whooped all your asses and they're trying to talk like, nah, we're the Power Rangers. Like, nah, 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 son. Y'all would have got all your asses kicked. And that's Batman. All right, <laughs> Batman and Captain America have come into contact with each other, and Captain America and Batman are like, "We shouldn't fight because this is not going to go well for either of us." All right, I got superpowers, and I'm still probably going to get my ass kicked, and you got no superpowers, and you still probably to pick your, pick your get your ass kicked. So this is not going to go for either of us. So Captain America would make Tommy Green Ranger in green uniform. His bitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Firstly, he's a grown ass man. Okay. He's a grown ass man with grown ass man problems. Tommy is still a teenager, even though he's a Power Ranger. And there's plenty of times in Power Rangers where some pig faced monster who's not even fucking on the power level as fucking Rita Repulsa has knocked them out of being Power Rangers, has, has turned where they gave up at, and had to rethink about what they're doing as regular people. All right. 
Fucking Ivan Ooze did that shit to them, and he's Ivan. nowhere near. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Ivan so, Ooze is awesome. So I'm glad you came with receipts, my man. I love it. I love it. Because, so he's not the receipts. The receipts yeah, you yeah. got is kind of fudged, my, a little bit fudged and formatted. So ooh, yes, mine was pure headcanon. Because yeah. that's what I was going to go with the Justice League. And when that hey, that 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 series came on, and it was Batman versus the Power Rangers. Tommy and Batman squared off. Batman's getting his ass beat pretty quickly, and he had to get the other Justice League to jump in to kind of stop at the fight. Oh. When Batman did fight Captain America, they did fight. It stalemated. Yeah. So Tommy was giving Batman the business, and they had to get the other superpowered guys to come in and clear it up for help. Him. Actually, specifically, it was the Flash that came and had to clear up Tommy from whooping Batman's ass. Flash when Captain it. Batman fought, they stalemated it. So if that's by the logic you're going to use by the receipts, Tommy should be washing Cap too because him and Batman were equals. And Tommy was washing Batman. I know you guys don't want to hear that, but it, again, as I said, I was when you said you bought receipts, I was like, is he really going to use this? Because it doesn't turn out good for Batman. Now, Batman does say he will wash all of them by himself, but Batman can say a lot of things. He's a man <laughs> with the ego. Batman thinks he's gonna wash a lot of people. He would have washed. Batman he was just giving doesn't... Tommy. He was just letting Tommy get his first. Yeah, oh, no, he, he was holding on time. <laughs> Batman even makes it in a panel that he's holding out till backup shows up. Like he knew he couldn't battle that, and it wasn't like all of them tried to jump Batman. They weren't a gang. Tommy was like, "Nah, I got this dude. Fall back. Let me go and square this dude up." And he was putting the work on Batman, and then the Flash stopped in and pushed Tommy down and. Yeah, we talked about speeders. Speeders are OP. It should have killed Tommy at that point. A guy going to superhuman speed pushing you, but it didn't. So that shows durability. So when you talk about, oh, Cap would just throw the shield and it'd be, but I think Cap's shield is not way, no, throwing is nowhere near as strong as the flash running at you and basically hurtling into you and pushing you. And my Tommy didn't do anything. Hold on. My, my, my <laughs> second one is that Tommy in the Power Rangers, especially Tommy's big lip, they have a gun. We know Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America got shot by Sharon Carter and he died. So all Tommy got to do is get close enough and KO his ass with all my right. gun. Hold on. All right. You know, you're, you're right. That gun that shoots one. sparks. That gun that Here we go, sparks. baby. Give it to me. Captain America got killed by a regular gun in Civil War. He's got a gun. Tommy got a gun. That's all we gotta say. <laughs> you know me, people. You know me, people that have come up against Captain America with guns, and he's fucking housed well, like well, I don't know a trillion. Why, my last part too is comparison is that we have seen Captain America fight regular human beings and get kind of halfway bodied until he kind of like wore them down. Because we could talk about Winter Soldier when he fight the Legolas dude who was kind of halfway bodying Cap, and the Cap was like, "Oh shit, I gotta take this serious." I'm pretty sure Tommy's a way better fighter than the leg dude, by far, and stronger and faster. This dude jumps 100 feet, 50 feet in the air to jump on a Zoid. I'm pretty sure that's a lot of leg muscles to do shit like that. So once again, Tommy ain't no dude just walking around in a spandex suit like, hey, I'm about to go fight him up. Like, those morphers do give them powers and make them stronger. And Tommy is in just like I, Batman. And he's got a gun. I always felt like hold I always on, felt like on, the Zoids on. helped them out. He doesn't. He doesn't hold have up like that. Hold on, hold they don't. They don't have any hold vertical on. when they're not just jumping like in. The Tommy, just like Tommy, just like Captain America, just like Batman, he is varied in a whole bunch of mixed martial arts just as well. So, with that being said, again, I just go to the one thing. Tommy got a gun. <laughs> 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 what are you talking about? Tommy I will give you. I will give you. <laughs> 
Jason Frank versus Chris Evan, I will tell you that any day he's he's whooping Chris <laughs> Evans' ass. He is making him look like a little tiny girl, and he's gonna beat his ass like a bitch because uh, Jason Frank has hands for days. He actually fights in But you came, you came, and he went there, and you said he got a gun, and yeah, we can't. Captain America got his ass shot, so Jason, I, I you can't. I, I, you're, I, you're acquiescing. I, I acuette. Jason. You can't you can't say you can't say that Captain America's weakness is a gun because he killed, he houses people left, right, and center with guns all the time. But then that power one person, person one got lucky. <laughs> See, all they're gonna do is they're gonna combine their guns together and just hit him with a beam that he can't dodge. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna go go tron their guns. Yeah. <laughs> And while he's saying, like, what the fuck is he doing? Putting these guns together and shit. <laughs> he's a super soldier. He's faster than them. He just closes the distance and he puts the gun in his fucking mouth, like in no, Tommy's I mouth. No, no, I think his metal Cap mouth. Stronger than them. I don't think Cap's faster than them. That that's. Uh, I think that's. I think Cap is stronger though. I think Cap can lift more. I don't think Cap is strong. I, I, I think I looked that up. I don't think Cap is stronger than them. The feats that the Power Rangers have in speed and running, like they ran on the show. The yeah. shoulder run is goofy as hell, but like actually the comics and occasionally, goes, yeah, the putties they they fight the putties as regular people. They put on their their suit when the big bag shows up. The putties are very nice. Up, just gonna hang out for a minute while they do for a while. <laughs> they get thrown a while by the big bad for a while. Who I think any monster on on Power Rangers, Captain America, just like I can take this by myself. Y'all sit down. <laughs> 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 I got this. Like I don't. No, no, Hulk. Just sit, sit there. I don't need you. Yeah, yeah. I got these guys. And I don't know because I mean, are we scaling power of this? Like these monsters? Because could the monsters be as strong as the Hulk? As far as we know, like we know, Captain they America never do born. until she goes make my monsters grow, and then they grow up, and then yeah. they got to get in their swords, and they got to yeah. handle it because they're now like forty-five yeah. feet it, tall. It, or whatever. And when they're and when they're that big. Yeah, Captain America ain't gonna win that fight because all I gotta do is step on his ass. But yeah, like yeah. while if they're he, while Tommy's they're still, in his sword, he's definitely just gonna yeah. Like, while they're still oh, human size, yeah, Cap, Cap, and, well, Cap no, I mean, but then here's gonna see what's buildings. gonna happen. So gotta have a, Tommy's a gonna have a strength. Tommy's gonna get in his dragon sword, and then uh, Tony Stark's <laughs> like, "Yo, I got a, I got a sword that I have. Yeah, you want that?" And then Captain America's gonna get in that. Yeah, it's gonna work as that. Yeah, he's like, uh, I, I agree with that. Activate Veronica. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh shit! I, you know what? I actually have a plan for this, Cap. Yep. If you want, I can. Yeah, I got yeah. a sword that I've been working oh, on man. in my spare time because I'm Tony Stark. Put on seven point eight billion dollars. We could have probably fed a lot of people with this, but we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I will agree with that. That yes, if it gets to Zord battles and Tony's backing, um, <laughs> backing Cap, which he probably is. Yes, the sword battle. That's what I said. No swords, because <laughs> no swords. We gotta take this out. I, I, I thought that out all the way to the end. I'm like, well, if they get back up. That means oh, you, you stack, you stack the decks so you can win. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that means that he can get back up, and they don't want no yeah. smoke with Tony when, when it comes to inventions. That little sword on head, he don't want no smoke with Tony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he just chucks. He just chucks Captain America sunglasses from the side. It's like Edith's like, welcome, Captain America. Who do you want to kill with all of our, our satellite death bots? <laughs> So we Damn. all agree that Ant-Man would kill all of them, right? Oh, yes, 100. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, well, that Ant -Man, was... Ant-Man's OP, though, so... Yeah, <laughs> it was really good seeing uh, Hope Van Dyne 
go inside somebody and just come out big. I yes. was like, I, that was such a fan service moment in the zombie episode of What If. It was great. They should have done that for like, there's like, all right, Ant-Man, here's what you want to do. All right, when Thanos comes down, right, we want you to go up into his butthole. <laughs> really, really tiny. You don't or have to be that. Ear. Or his, no, let's, we're going to do butthole. <laughs> I mean, you got to work around the cheeks in that scenario. I'm just, you know. And then you grow. <laughs> and then yeah. we're the game over. <laughs> go big. Just go big, bud. Just go big. Just go big, That's the thing is, <laughs> they should have called Ant Man when when Thanos got to Earth the first time. They didn't even call him until he called them in in right. No, but he was stuck in the quantum. Not realm. until not until after the snap. He was doing it at the same time of the snap. They should have called him before him and and Hope and all those people were doing their experiment. That's what I'm saying. Right, because he got he got stuck in the quantum room because of the snap. The snap, yeah, yeah. So he was off doing experiments while there was a fucking bat. Like, why don't you call Ant? Y'all know he's there. Yeah, well, he 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 never trusts a Stark. I mean, he ain't trying to be part of their club. Yeah, but Cap could have called him. He's he's friends with Cap. Cap could have like, yo, little guy, you and your girlfriend, come on. (laughs) You and your girlfriend. (laughs) The girlfriend. Because they called him the second time. She hadn't made her day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, but I will acquiesce. So right. I'll, I'll be the odd man out on this one. I'll be the odd man out on this one. Tommy from the Power Rangers is getting his hair, his hair ponytail pulled, and his flute shoved down his fucking throat. I'll be the odd man out on this one. Do you Dude, guys I even think Black Widow will uh, fucking Tommy? You <laughs> <laughs> should do that little flip thing. You do that like on a, yep, He'll get yep. dizzy. He'll be like, oh shit. You're way finer than Kimberly. You want to go out on a date? <laughs> yeah. Hey, girl, what you doing? <laughs> right. Oh, man. I'm dealing with these high school bitches. I'm, I'm talking about real women. <laughs> I want that real love. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, hopefully everybody enjoyed the insanity of these battles. because uh, <laughs> Or just the show in general. Because, I mean, we, we do aim to please out here in these streets. All right. Guys, <laughs> thank you again. It was fun. Even though we don't always agree, I enjoy disagreeing because I think it makes for good <laughs> content and a great show. So if you all enjoyed what you just listened to and heard, please remember to like, share, and subscribe to Head Cannon Circus. We are everywhere you want to be at. YouTube, Facebook. We are on all Burger, podcast Publix. places from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Anchor FM. And as Jaron always reminds me, because I forget, don't forget to hit the bell icon on YouTube. You Smash can be notified. Yep, you can be notified when we post further episodes of the things we do best, which is argue and talk about geek stuff. Um, <laughs> as always, Jaron, any closing words? Uh, no, just uh, help us feed the algorithm gods. And appreciate you and your viewership. And again, comment. And uh, we, uh, one of the unique qualities that I don't think we really push this enough and we really need to Um if you disagree or agree with something, we will 100% invite you on and you can oh, you yes. can fill out this fourth. We have room for four. So <laughs> we have no if you want to be part of this, come join us. We will 100% let you in. We we don't do these live, we pre-record them so, you know, you know. If, if you, you just come up. on to me, if oh, you come sorry, on to be crazy, up. we'll edit you down. No worries. Yeah, but it's just no right. alien bombs, no R bombs. That's about it. No F bombs. Fuck is not an F bomb, obviously. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yes. Women yes. is an OT. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 
All right, Jason, any closing words? Oh, shoot. Are you, are you, are you talking to me? I, my, my, my battery just went low. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Closing <laughs> words. Be kind. Be considerate. Tip your servers and bartenders 20%. And also, Please. Gandalf will totally clap. Fucking get Tumbledore any day. <laughs> Jason's wrong. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. And we 